This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Talk where we talk One Piece. Woo! <laughs> I always mess up the intro. You do, bro. Do better. <sighs> I try. <laughs> I do try. Stop putting so much pressure on me, bro. Listen, you put pressure on yourself, man. Because I make diamonds. Okay. With my thighs. All right. Yo, <laughs> so, listen what? to everybody. It is episode 125. And with that being said, we do have a special guest. This guy is one of my personal favorite content creators. He's an excellent conversationalist that breaks down certain aspects of characters or shows that make you see things from a different lens. He also produced an ebook that is available for purchase on how to become a viral content creator. He's talented, he's legit, and you know you're doing right when people start stealing your content and don't credit you. <laughs> so, welcome Man. to the big leagues, to my boy, Chris, welcome, brother. It's an honor to have you. Please Yo, tell the people everything about you that I did not mention already. Oh man, I think, I think you hit everything on the on the mark. Like I wasn't expecting an ebook plug, but I really appreciate that. <laughs> Cop that. Really appreciate Cop that. It. Um, yeah, it's cheap. Yo, it's, it's cheap. like a number one bestseller in New York Times, yo. Right. He, right. he helped save the child from a fire. Facts. Yo, crazy. I was there. Yo, he helped me. It was my child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. How is she? <laughs> she's great, man. Ever since you came to her life, she just wants to be a better person. So thank you, bro. Good, good. But um, jokes aside, I really appreciate me you guys having me here. Um, fan of the show, big fan. I love the takes, and I feel like yeah, you said this before we went live. This has been a long time coming. So like, I am, I'm glad I'm here. Um, anything that you said, I I think you hit everything on the mark. I make skits. Um. I've been doing that since 2017, mainly about video games. Recently, it's been more about anime. I've been saying a lot of people say it's wild, but it's just it just makes common sense to me. So like Sakura is not trash or useless. Rock Lee's trash in my eyes. That's it. That's it. That's it. You sure about ninja, that? The first ninja to tear his ACL. The first ninja to tear his ACL. I have never seen anything like that. Cause should have died. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Lawrence is saying that's a joke. Bro. I kind of mean it, but eh. Lawrence's favorite character is Rock Lee and Naruto. Yeah. Don't, oh don't, no, don't, he'll never no. admit it. And no. never, but it's true. Don't listen to him. <laughs> nah, it's cool. Like he's like I say it as a joke. No, but you don't people... gotta defend him. I, no, you don't... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm don't saying like to them. I don't like Rock Lee. <laughs> it's cool. I like Rock Lee a little I don't, bit, but like I don't. You sure about that? You sure about that? I never had a favorite character in Naruto. I didn't like Naruto. Okay, all right, got you. Yeah, <laughs> don't listen to that. Uh, are you a Knicks fan? I am. I like the Knicks. Or? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. You remember Jeremy Lin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. That's basically. <laughs> That's the so insanity mean. was that. The Lin uh, 
Oh, a Lynn Sanity? The Lee Sanity. The Lee Sanity. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think that covers everything about me. Like, yeah, I do make skits. Mm. Um, I have a lot of them. Like, a lot. Yeah. A lot. I can't even, like, put myself in a box and tell you what I do, but it's just that. So check out the channel, Chris Dillon, C-H-R-I-S-D-L-L-N. I almost forgot how to spell my name. And yeah, <laughs> you'll find something you like. I guarantee that. Yeah. Well, uh, for everybody that wants to follow Chris, I basically uh, went into investigator mode and found every link I could. So if you look in the video description, you will be able to click any of the links and find him on all things. And also, you've been streaming uh, some gameplay on YouTube. Yeah, because you guys actually, because uh, we had a conversation where you were telling me about... um. <clears throat> the shorts that you would upload and you would stream on youtube and then like i see you do the multi-stream so i was like oh instead of doing twitch let me just do youtube and i've been doing that because of you guys so thank you no thank you man awesome. so so for everybody that's a fan of chris uh listen you're gonna be a bigger fan so thank you for coming brother uh we're gonna have a great great chapter review guys as you all know we're gonna be uh reviewing one piece chapter 1097 it officially came out on Sunday with the official translations. It did not come out on Wednesday or Tuesday or Monday. So <laughs> if you feel like we're a little bit late, that's not true to all the, the newcomers watching for the first time. Uh, if it is your first time, I know a lot of people come here for phone calls. Uh, you guys want to call up. Uh, we get to that part of the episode with like the last hour or the last half hour, depending on how much time we take on the chapter. So if you want to call up, you will have the time to do so, I promise you. And you can also talk to Chris because he'll be able to hear the phone calls and you'll be able to ask him questions as well. Uh, that's pretty cool uh, since he's probably never done that before. Right, Chris? Nope. Yeah. You never talked on the phone? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like a radio call in? Nah. Yeah. So it'll be a pretty good experience if, yeah. you know, Chris, uh, your fans are out there and they want to talk to you. Um, also, for people that haven't joined our Discord already, uh, it is available to be joined. If you want to, please do so. To all the Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and people who are watching around the world, I just want to say thank you for joining today. It's going to be a very fun episode. I could already tell. And if you haven't liked the video, please like the video. You don't always have to super chat um, just because it's not needed most times. But if you want to, it's very appreciated. But hitting that like button does wonders for our channel. Also, for the, finally, for the Super Chats, I just want to say thank you beforehand for sending them. Thank you for becoming a member. And just so you know, we're going to get to Super Chats, but we're going to do it organically. So uh, please just be patient with us. We are going to hit every single one. We're just going to do it when we can. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to read your stuff. So even though it might take like 20 minutes because me and Sebastian are going at each other's necks, <laughs> you're just going to have to wait until we're finished and then we'll get to it. Okay. So uh, I think I'm done laying the groundwork for yeah. this episode. But other than that, Seb, let's say hi to the people in chat and read some Super Chats. Yeah, uh, we got a bunch of people in chat. Thank you guys for being here. Please like the stream if you haven't already. Um, I see Procumbent in the chat. Uh, Trev, Jamal D, Red-Haired Shanktham, Diego Keys, I has a Raptor, Claw, Mary Senpai, Michael Tyler, Young Lou, Zach, uh, Stacy, Goku2241, Key, King Cagney, Trijim, 
just so many of y'all. Twilight Straw Hat, Kushroll Jenkins, Zach Patterson. Uh, so many of y'all in here. So, so they, they really love that Linsanity joke, man. <laughs> they love that Linsanity. People seem to agree with you. I put it a, a poll up. They said, yeah, Broccoli's just Jeremy Lin. I don't even know that we have that many uh, cross-reference fans between Naruto and uh, basketball, but you win in the poll, bro. You win in the poll. Good. Oh, man. Good. We do have a couple <laughs> Super Chats sitting... Um, First one being a 18-month membership to Yonko status. That is our highest tier of membership from Twilight Straw Hat. It says, much love as always to y'all goats. Giving me something to look forward to every week. Hashtag Larry has good takes. Hashtag Sims for Seb. Hashtag Lawrence D. Dilf. <laughs> Hashtag CGI Crisp Lionel. Hashtag Marv the Goat. Y'all Marv, keep killing Marv. it. With hey, the heart. Thank you so thank much, you so Twilight. Much, bro. I got another three-month membership to Nakama status from Young Lou. It says, love to all the Nakama and my T.O.P.T. family. Thank you so much, oh, thank Young you, Lou. Appreciate you. We got another. Yeah, don't forget to like it, though. Oh, you're right, you're right. Just you're so right, you can keep right. track. I can't like the. No, I'm just saying. I got you, bro. We got another 10 from Grant Z. It says, yo, boys, it's Grant again. RTN on Discord. One of y'all liked my top five arc TikTok two days ago, and now I got to know your guys' personal top five arcs. Love the show and the takes. Hashtag Larry don't miss. Hashtag we want Marv. <laughs> I'll pass it to you, Chris. What are your, your uh, top five arcs in One Piece, man? In One Piece? Yeah. Damn, five. Um, <laughs> yeah, five is a lot, bro. Yeah, five. I will say that I have a new appreciation for Romance Dawn. Mm. Um, I'll have that in Impel Down. Okay. Uh, the arc that we're in right now. <laughs> okay. Egghead. And yeah, yeah, Egghead. I got two more. Damn. Um. 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 Mm, Water Seven. Right. And for the last one, I'll put the War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought you was really about to go through that whole five without saying either of those two right there. I was about to see. I was about to be shocked. Yeah. Water Seven. Yeah, Water 7 and uh, Marine 4. I feel like that's consistently in everybody's top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I remember um, I remember where I was when I was reading through it and, like, binging it, so, like, it left a good impact on me. But I have to put Romance Dawn as, like, mm-hmm. that might be my favorite now. Now that I'm, like, really thinking about it, it's just, it has a special place in my heart. People say One Piece gets good at, like, episode 100 and something. I was like, nah, nah, I wholeheartedly disagree. It's Romance Dawn is one piece like it's great yeah okay all right yeah we, we don't I, I mean i don't know if you have a lot of time yeah we, that, so. listen I, I appreciate the question <laughs> but like the question is just too too uh it's too heavy just no marine ford and then uh water seven gonna meet everybody's but chris's chris's uh, list was pretty good yeah. yeah i don't know about romance dawn but i feel you <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got another I mean, five from Anthony Herrera, it says, what's good, gang gang? Super excited for this awesome episode of T.O.P.T. Congratulations on 70K. Y'all deserve it. Much love from Udon. With oh, the Udon. Thank, you. thank you. Yes, we did reach 70K. That's thanks to y'all subscribing. So thank you guys so much for being a part of this journey. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, thank you for just supporting us. Uh, 70K is a big deal. I know a lot of people are excited for us reaching 100K. Uh, subs on YouTube, but to be honest, I, I want people to realize like a number is just a number. It's more about 
the journey than the destination. So I think we hit 100K when we first started our first episode. And I truly believe that. So just meeting everybody, touching everybody, even meeting some of our favorite content creators like Chris. Yeah, I don't think reaching 100K necessarily means that uh, we're, we're more special or anything like that. I just think that, you know, it's always just been how we do things. So thank you for being a part of this. Yeah. We got another two-month membership to Nakama Status from Mahmoud Farhoud. It says, looking forward to some wild theories with the Nakama fist bump. So thank <laughs> you so much, Mahmoud. Wait till the reader request. <laughs> <laughs> we got another 10 from Grant C. It says, forget to show love to Chris with my earlier chat. So shout out to you, Chris. Uh, Welcome. Uh, appreciate it. Y'all should also try to collab with Saiga Runner. He said he would check you guys out on his stream the other day when I talked to him. Uh, I mean, we're, we're pretty open to collab as long as the vibe is right. Yeah, as long as the vibe is right. Usually we're fans of content creators, and then we collab with them. Obviously, Chris here. Yeah. And I've said it like a couple times already. But usually it's up to the fans to tell those people, and then they reach out. Uh, I'm, I'm really not the type to, like, reach out too much unless I already have a relationship with them. So, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I'll have to check Saga Run out. I'm not too familiar with the Yeah, he's content. pretty popular on TikTok. Is he? Okay. Yeah. All right. We got another five from Alex Vargas. It says, how different will Luffy's journey slash life be if instead of eating the Gomu Gomu as a child, he instead trains in hockey with Garp? Hashtag Dofi Gang. Hashtag Lionel D. Late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good one. But that, that just goes into, all right, if he's training with Garp on hockey, is he a Marine, then? That was my thing. Is he a Marine? That's the biggest question to me. Yeah, because... Like, if he's a Marine, that's a whole different conversation. That's a different yeah. character entirely. But, honestly, I would like it... Not say like it better. It would, it would be a different Luffy, because that part of Luffy's personality is his recklessness. And I think Luffy plays into that recklessness because he knows he can't get hurt, really. You know? Mm-hmm. But now he would have to be more cautious, because it legit means he's going to either get heavily hurt from it or probably pass or whatever. And now he would have to be he to he would have to be stronger. And then also goes into like what we find out he wouldn't be Nika in a way cuz mm. it's the fruit. So it would change the story a lot. Man, F all that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be stronger. Straight up. Hockey over everything, bro. You heard mm. it from Kaido's mouth himself, bro. Roger ain't have a devil fruit, but Wiper did. He wasn't Pirate King. I don't think the question was one of the I don't the care, bro. Yeah, I don't yeah. care, bro. I don't I care. I didn't even play into that care, either. Bro. I was going to the storyline. I, I mean, <laughs> the only thing we would have to worry about if Luffy would be a coward because he would follow in Garp's footsteps, mm. and we know that wouldn't be true. Mm. Here we go. So the question was, how much different would his journey be? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. So I think I think that his journey um, pretty much will be the same. I think we would see him more intentional luffy where just like lauren said like a lot of his recklessness is due to the fact that he has that double fruit so he would be more careful because ace went out to see he didn't have a double fruit sabo been doing what sabo been doing without a double fruit i don't think luffy is that much different from them so mm-hmm. i think he'll be more aware he has to be more aware right. that's it mm-hmm. yeah agreed all right I don't really have a take. Uh, <laughs> a, we have another form of membership to Nakama status from Anthony Herrera. It says, Black Zoro going crazy. LOL. Probably a reference to the sticker I have on the back of my laptop now. Had to cover up the logo that was there before. My fault. Took me too long. Yeah, let's do like three more and then we're going to hit the chapter. <laughs> yeah, we got another two from Procumbent. It says, what Vegapunk would you be? 
Hashtag Hoochie Daddy Seb. <laughs> I would be York. Pause. Man, you just gonna betray everyone? Listen, I'm about great, me, bro. Man. And I like to eat, and I'm lazy. Or Shadow. <laughs> Yo, but York got cake and you don't, bro. Yo, listen, I'll be eating more. You're Pythagoras, bro. I'm Pythagoras? Yeah, I'm York, bro. For sure. Vegapons? Uh, what would I be, bro? I have no idea. You the one that got sniped, bro. Lawrence? I'm, I'm Shaka. <laughs> I'm the original. What you mean, bro? Oh, oh, okay. Every time, bro. Okay, bro. Yo, this is this is Lars to a T, bro. <laughs> to a T. Which Mega Punk is like that? That's the one, bro. Lilith. Lilith. Lawrence is Lilith. Yeah, bro. you're Lilith, bro. <laughs> Chris? Chris? Probably Edison. Lilith. Lilith or Shaka. One of the two. Yeah, he'd be Shaka. Yeah, I can't both be Shaka. Bro. Shaka. From the All right, anyway, next. Whatever. <laughs> he said Shaka from the <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> we got another uh, $28 from the Irishman. It says, like the stream. Take his advice. Like the stream, y'all. Thank, Thank you, you so bro. much, Irishman. Another five from Pat Flan 29 It says, Rock Lee should have passed instead of Neji. His passing being the catalyst for Guy opening eighth gate would have hit harder. Guy should have passed, in my opinion. Hmm. What? No. <laughs> I, I actually, I don't want to say I, I'm a Neji fan, so yeah, I'm biased. You I'm biased. <laughs> I don't think it's about being biased because you're a Neji fan. Neji could have seen something coming. And then he could have just rotated. No, so the, you know what I'm saying? The, the fact that like yeah. he has both of those things in his arsenal and still got hit and couldn't deflect it, that's what that's where the problem is. So this is, this is, this is the, the actual but, problem. But what it was needed for was it was needed for Naruto to feel guilt so Hinata could step up and right. like, put him on the straight path. Right. You can't get that from Rock Lee. Listen, before before Neji passed, I had told you, yo, when Neji passes, let me know so I can read it and I'm dropping. For real. Because <laughs> I knew it was coming because I identified that Neji was the only character that could touch Lee, Ten Ten, Guy, Naruto, Hinata, etc. That many people. Lee's passing only really touches Guy. Right? It'll touch us as a community. But it doesn't move me, Naruto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what you be us. I didn't know you was a lead hater. Chris is crazy. Nah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I, just, uh, I have my own thoughts about that whole thing. Mm. Uh, it should have been the uncle. Mm. Neji's uncle. That's not because... touching nobody, though. Hmm? Nobody would have cared. No, but I feel like that would put Neji in a position to be the leader of the Hugo clan. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's more needed... It, than anything, than to, it, yo, Chris is right because it could have been profound. It should have been yeah. Hinata's nah, little sister. It could. That's wild. It could have been profound because <laughs> it would have been bro. the head of the village. Take her out, sacrificing bro. himself for one of the side clan nah, members. Bro. Yeah. Nah, bro, she, yeah, she a future impactful. prodigy coming up, trying to take Hinata's spot. Neji got to feel the guilt of not protecting the clan that he has to like reform. Still gives motive for Hinata to just go off on Naruto. Naruto sees a dead child on his field. Bro, it would have been great. Stop saying the D word, bro. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> was was Neji's dad and uh, uncle still alive? Nah. His dad was gone. His uncle was still alive. His uncle was still alive. Uncle Nobody still cared alive. about his uncle, bro. Nah, but Chris's point is about it, what it could have meant for Neji as a character. If he's still going to be alive, he could take that role. It would have just been better yeah. if it was Hinata's sister, bro. You're wilding. <laughs> but I'll read no. one more super chat. Let me tweak it in there. I think she was there. Uh, <laughs> just right. add her there. Bro. Right. I forgot. I just like, what would she be doing there, bro? I forgot he not, he not had a She six was better than Hinata. Chill out, bro. All right. 
We got another 10 from Mahmoud Farhoud. It says, Shanks conquers hockey being powerful enough to cause his own crew to collapse. Makes me wonder how many times he used it like that his mainstay crews are used to it. That his mainstay crew are used to it. Um, I don't think that's it. I think, like they said, he had newcomers on his ship. They weren't used to that. It's probably never been used around them because he was just never in that position to do so. Yeah, right? Shanks is in a position to protect people. Like his crew has been highlighted to be relatively, his outer crew has been highlighted to be weak, right? So yeah, it's like yeah. he's willing to take on even the people that wouldn't be able to stand up to that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because he's a righteous individual. And his inner crew members happen to be the most even uh, to his strength level out mm-hmm. of all of the Yonko crews. So right. naturally, they're not going to fall to that. Plus, mm-hmm. you got to also think this is an admiral that he was doing that to, right? An admiral is going to take a little bit more than just... Uh, a little more flexing. Yeah, yeah. it's going to take a, a huge flex because admirals are admirals. They're nothing to joke around with. So I think people need to stop just diving into such semantics of that situation. Just just see it for what it is, take it for what it is, and just move on. It's the One Piece community, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they, they pay attention to it too much. But yeah. But yeah, all right, let's get into the chapter. And then, guys, we'll get back to Super Chats. If you're just joining, please like the video. But other than that, Chris, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Got the chapter up right now? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Okay, got it. (laughs) All right. So we have a reader request. It says, Bartholomew Kuma catching salmon in a river by Takashi. Not only that, we have the title of the chapter, and it's just called Ginny. We see Kuma in a river slapping fish with his pawpaw power and what looks like his childhood friends cheering him on. What did you guys think about the reader request? And we'll start with our special guest, uh, Chris. I mean, I thought it was cool. It's like um, just <laughs> daily life, like them chilling. It's just I really like these chapters focused on Kuma because we're seeing a different side of him or not even a different side. We're seeing who he actually is. And this just adds to the chapter, in my opinion. Got it's it. a reader request, too. So it's like the timing is OK. It's great. Mm hmm. All right. Um, what about you, Law? What do you think about this? I don't think much except for, unless he's like uh, propelling or, you know, deflecting or, you know, into like a fish barrel, he's like the worst fisher ever. Because I'm looking like, you know, he can send, he can send them like flying <laughs> because he took off the gloves. So now he's using his ability. Mm-hmm. And he's just like trying, I don't, obviously he's just like smacking them because he's using whatever. But unless you're like putting it into like, all right, you have all the fish here because you can just do that. I, I have a, I touch the fish, they're here. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of pointless if you're not doing that and you're just sending them far away, then you're never going to eat, like, pretty much. Why'd you take off your glove? That's all I thought of, really. And just, just them living normal life. And, um, yeah. All right. Uh, Seb? I don't have much. Um, I like a girl who could cook, so I like that guinea on that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. On that uh, on that stove. On that grill. On that grill, you feel me? Um, Getting down. The the fish's face made me laugh. I ain't gonna lie. Like, he like, oh, what the? Because, <laughs> you know, he's a regular fish. He's not used to devil fruit users and stuff. He's just kind of doing his thing. Um, but I, I always liked when devil fruit users use their abilities to do regular people stuff yeah like it's not just about battling and fighting and and over supremacy and all that it's like yo you can use this ability to do something simple and kuma's like the focal point of that i feel like as an entire character like it's not all about fighting um so that's cool i I agree with chris a lot of times i I bypass these you know 
chapter covers when they read a request like this. Mm. But when you can do it and it lines up and it fits into the chapter and it gives you a little bit more of a highlight, like, hey, we, we don't stay too long with them in this chapter. I mean, we do, but you know what I mean? Like, we're getting to see a little bit of their day-to-day life here mm. where if it was a de- random other chapter cover, we wouldn't have got that, right? So I think it ties in well. I just, it was cool. Now, Chris, prepare like, for for ignorance from Larry because he's gonna have something yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. One last thing, I just feel like you would see this in the anime. Yeah, like when this comes around, I feel like this is gonna make the anime just like as an off scene, just to show like you know more of their daily lives. You would hope, bro. Anime be fumbling. Mm-hmm. Yo, Mark, <laughs> before you switch the camera to us, keep the camera on Sebastian and Lawrence. Did you switch it already? <laughs> Damn it. I wanted Lawrence to go, Kage no Boshin! And then you switch the camera, and then Lionel's here. But anyway, never mind. Lionel, welcome, my brother. We just got onto the reader request. Everybody, Lionel's here. Thank you, Lionel. Oh, Lionel, that's Chris. Chris, Lionel. This is Lawrence's twin. He just shook your hand invisibly. He shook your hand. Okay. All right. So you went, Chris went, you went. You want to... You have any comments about the reader request? Uh, not really. Uh, I think you guys pretty much said everything that needed to be said. You didn't uh, even hear what Lionel. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, for me, one, Oda gotta stop the fishman hate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, what is, yo, what, what's going on? Yo, why do fish always take the L? That's Jinbei's cousin, bro. That's the, oh, uh, yo, what's what's up with that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> we gotta chill out, man. They, they always experiencing some type of terrorism to their people. That's all I'm saying. Um, I had a theory from this chapter. I mean, from the reader request. Y'all might think it's a little off. Of course you do. Yo, I did, yo. It was pretty good, though. So, like, you remember Devon, the dude that looked like Sanji? Yeah. Pre-time skip? You remember, like, how they were riding fish, and they were, like, the flying fish biker gang? Yeah. What if Kuma accidentally slapped the fish? (laughs) Devon saw the fish flying through the air and was like, oh, snap, I need to create the flying fish gang. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One is Duval. Oh, it's Duval. <laughs> My bad, Duval. Yes, Duval. <laughs> I'm sure that they end up eating this fish. Unless Guinea's yelling at him. She might be, actually. I don't know. It's like, put on your glove. Yeah. Why are you smacking the fish away? Mm. <laughs> smacking me? <laughs> what? You <laughs> said... <laughs> See, I was thinking of something else. Y'all went crazy. Come on, yo, bro. That cooking video? You yeah, the cooking video. Yeah, cooking video. Yo, Chris, have you ever seen, like, the Key and Pill skit about the slap ass when, when they're <laughs> the baseball game? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, so, like, can Kuma ever truly, like, do a good game? <laughs> with the glove on? With, with the glove on. With the glove on. Can he be like, yo, good game, yo? Listen, man. Nah, 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 he can't. Not even I, after like a oh, revolution man. in the sea. Like, all right, good job, y'all. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you do. Re- he can repel someone like a that, centimeter away. He doesn't have to send them like. You know. <laughs> now you just touching people for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch I'm, me. I'm shocked you didn't make a sushi joke, bro. We going raw anyway. <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, wow. Guinea yeah. Guinea caked up. Mm. Uh, very nice. See that thigh gap? Yeah, the thigh gap is great. All right, so. <laughs> I'm confused because like now we're seeing a younger Kuma Uh and he has like the bear ears so are the bear ears made out of his hair or is it like double ears now because we know he has ears like human ears does he have ears on top of his head wait when do we see he had human ears it's in the chapter because I'm thinking 
when we saw he always had the bear ears. The oh, next page, oh, bro. You got right yeah. Look at the last chapter. He has four ears. He has four ears. So I'm like, yo, is the ears just his hair? I like thought on top? he got the ears. No, I'm tripping. That's just how his hair is, bro. Is, is that yeah. his hair? Like, did he make that hair? I think so. Because so, when he, he has, like, no details, that's Because when he was young, he didn't have any hair. We didn't see any yeah. weird ears on his forehead. But we saw it when Vegapunk and him were talking about the soul leaving the body. We saw the ears on top of his head. But yeah. then he had, like, regular ears. So I'm like, yo, does he have four ears? Because if so, then this dude is a mythical Zoan. I don't know, bro. Or he just really likes being a bear. Yeah, bro. She started calling him a bear. <laughs> I'm your teddy bear. Shawty Sh- started calling him a bear. He, he, he vibed with it, bro. He lean in. Great listener. Oh, man. <laughs> Great listener. He's like, I could be. Great listener. Yo, Chris, you ever think he gets caught barehanded? Come on, man. Yo, Come on, right, man. I feel like I'm done, bro. they roast him a lot. For things like that. So he has the Inuyasha thing going on where he has the two ears. I don't know where he got that from. Because I'm looking at a chapter before when he was a kid. And uh, he's... Yeah, no, nah, there's nothing there. It's crazy. Yeah. What is that? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know just why? a hairstyle, y'all. You know why? This is one piece. <laughs> y'all tweaking. It, could, it like, could just be a hairstyle. Because like my, my friend was doing something like that recently. Your friend is wild. It's a pun. No, nah, she, tried... she has... Yeah, like a bun. Like she did it like intentionally to look like that and you know mm-hmm. i get it that's, that's a pun you know because that's mad cute this i mean he's trying to bear people's burdens you know come on yeah we, you know bear the burdens of everyone bro what are you talking about <laughs> i could barely stand it time to get grizzly <laughs> 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 Sure. <laughs> All right, let's do. Uh, I hate y'all, bro. Let's do three more super chats and then let's go into the next part of the chat. I don't even know second. if people are enjoying the episode. <laughs> I can't. I can't see the YouTube we, live we chat. We got a uh, Yanko status membership from Sadi Bo. Uh, welcome to Yanko status as our highest tier of membership. Yes, Enjoy the emojis you. that come with being a Yanko. We got another five from Pat Flynn. It says, P.S. Rockley is D-Rose, not Linsanity. Injury ruined a very promising young career. How you feel about that, Chris? Amen. No. <laughs> no. It's Linsanity. Yeah, man. So Rockley ain't put up no MVPs, bro. Yeah. We got another right. five from Zai. It says, hope y'all are having a good day. Curious on y'all's opinion on Shanks versus Blackbeard. Because I'm debating that with people right now. Um, needs to happen. Shanks would totally body him right now. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Chris? Is it on screen or off screen? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> the fact that he caught him lacking once. Mm, 12 plus years ago. I feel ago. like that says a lot. And off strength, yeah, Shanks from what we've seen. But I don't know. It's just something about Blackbeard. It's just hard to count him out of stuff now at this point. I feel like off screen. on the impossible. I feel like off screen Shanks. Don't get the love that he used to, bro. Off screen yeah. Shanks is like that. Yeah, he don't get it. He be, yeah. he be clashing with Kaido and stuff. No problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got another fire from Bama King. It says, "Been a minute listening on Spotify, but sub gang, hey Lair Bear. Oh my god. Actually, have a question. <laughs> Which of the Straw Hat Fleet members would be- betray the Straw Hats? Sanji." The fleet, fleet member. yeah, and Sanji. He part of he part of the fleet, bro. Shut up, shut Sanji, up. Sanji loyal. 
Crazy, oh man, but, um, I don't think any of the fleets would. I could see Bartolomeo. I was gonna say that too. But Trang? No. Yeah. No. no. You know what? No. You know, as you know, where someone's like obsession turns into hate. Yeah. Because it's borderline like uh, unstable. Yeah, I'm being too negative, bro. Nah, I get what they're saying. I'm just saying if, like, like something happens specifically. Yeah, all uh, that love you have for that person turns into t- turns into. But Luffy would hate never hate cause that, right? Like, it, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, that's the only one I can kind of see it. Yeah. Cavender, yeah. she's whole. Yeah. This whole shtick is finicky. But bro. he's with honor, though, and everything. Like you he fall you... asleep, he'll swing on a straw hat in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that's interesting because I wouldn't say betrayal, but my answer is Bartholomew, whatever his name is, because he and it, he he did it in the um actual chapter. Like he's gonna do something to get Luffy in trouble, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like. Imagine you a general and your foot soldier starts a war with somebody, and you didn't even want to try like you know go to war with them because yeah. now shanks gotta pull up to wherever bardo lomeo was at and you know deal with it so i feel like it's not i don't think anybody would betray luffy but i think that would get him in certain situations where it could have been avoided mm-hmm. I can feel and i can feel luffy even lecturing him about it they're not even a part of luffy's crew they're part of usopp's crew bro <laughs> <laughs> that's usopp's people bro we got another five from Red Hair Shankdom. It says, Lee never becoming a Jonin makes the Linsanity take way too real. <laughs> <laughs> Link got paid. Link got a bag. He did get a bag. He didn't get an all-star. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he got a championship ring, too. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, Lin Sanity. Jeremy Lin had a nice career. Lin got exactly. a champion. Oh, the Raptors, right? Oh. Yeah, he was ah. on the Raptors squad. Yeah, I mean, Naruto won the war. He was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, was Lee at the war? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's at the war. He ain't make much noise, man. He definitely didn't. <laughs> he was a role player for that one time. <laughs> he hit that one shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and one more. Uh, we got another two from Jimmy Reese. It says, first time here, I have an interesting theory to say. Call up or leave another super chat or let it know, be known in the chat. Um, I'm sure people can engage, but thank you for being here. Yeah, we got thank a lot. You. Do one more, and then uh-huh. we're going to go straight back into it. All right, we got another five from Jamal D. It says, y'all have grown so much since I was able to catch streams consistently. 100. Don't know half of these people in Discord anymore. <laughs> uh, love to see it with a fist bump. Thank yeah, you so much, Jamal. So Jamal is an OG, bro. Yeah, That's yeah, way better. We definitely remember the first couple people in our Discord. Yeah, but if you haven't liked the video, guys, please like the video. If you haven't followed Chris yet, look in our video description. You can see all his links. All right, let's move on. So, uh, all right, so... Guys, you got to understand this chapter is pretty heavy with dialogue, okay? So if I'm talking for a little bit, just be patient with me. I'll be done, and then the guys can give their takes. All right, so chapter opens up with some narration. Eight years after the God Valley incident, which was 30 years ago from our timeline, in the South Blue Kingdom of Sorbet, we hear people calling for Kuma and asking for help, saying his parents would be proud of him. Then we see Kuma is in his pastor outfit, healing citizens with his power. Kuma's currently 17 right now. They bet Kuma to extend his hours to the weekdays, too, so they could be blessed by his miracle hands. Then we hear someone yell out, absolutely not. The old people look at who yelled, and they say, it's Guinea the cheapskate. Uh, Ginny tells them to shut up. This ain't a hospital. And the old people say, she's pretty but foul mouth. The old people say they like Kumachi. And he replies, that's sweet. And Ginny yells at him because he spoils them. The old citizens mention they would pay Kuma, but this heavenly tribute is too hard on them. And plus, their new king, King Bekori, is a cruel man. He'll throw them in jail. 
even one of their friends who are of their age starved and passed away uh, in jail. They say it's important they stay healthy. Kumo, Kumo replies, as long as it's a light illness or pain, then he can help. They leave and Kumo waves goodbye. Then we see Kuma sweating. He sticks his hands into a bubble and he starts bleeding and he's in anguish, the same way Zoro was at Thriller Bark. The whole church is shaking. Ginny sits with her back against the wall, crying. Kuma's laid out on the floor from this act. Ginny tells him he does this every week and no one knows how much he suffers. Kuma responds, he has no choice. That mass of pain and suffering won't disappear until someone accepts it. If left untouched, it makes its way back to the person. He's just happy to see them. Ginny says they gave food though. And they both like smile from this. Uh, what did you guys think about this part of the chapter? And we'll start with Seb. Alright, so one shout out shout out to Guinea, man. She gonna make me act up. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> See, that's inappropriate. I know it is. Anyway, she grown. The age right there. No, I'm playing. Anyway. Um, but in general, I like this whole they they already tapped into like Kuma being a man of the cloth, right? This is him like doubling down on that, running a church. They do this every Sunday. Like he's doing this. I think there's a lot of um I don't say Jesus imagery, but Christ-like activity here, yeah, where he's helping people and, and taking away the pain from the elderly and stuff. Um, and I was wondering why Guinea was so adamantly against what he was doing, and then I turned the page, mm. right? And I got the whole thing about Kuma taking the pain, and like that's such great character development to me. Like one, not only because of what it means for Kuma and him doubling down or, or tripling, quadrupling down now, and him being this type of person willing to take the pain from others, but it's like. A flashback to like you brought up Zoro and nothing happened. Like Kuma's doing a nothing happened every week. Yeah, every Sunday. Every Sunday, nothing happened because he's not telling them. Obviously, they pro- they wouldn't be willing to do this if they if they knew. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like a metaphor for his character because seemingly he's doing it now too with like the whatever has happened to him becoming a cyborg that he didn't tell Bonnie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a secret. Like, don't tell anyone. Like, he's constantly taking on the burdens of other people. And for him to be doing this, like, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, this is kind of wild. I know he's a buccaneer. I know he's stronger than people. He's, you know, he's, he's Kuma. But, like, to take pain every single week for these people, they're not getting paid. Like, he got some food and everything. But, I don't know. It was just wild. And, like, Guinea's face, like, it says it all. Like, she's witnessing him do this every Sunday. And she has to take care of him afterward. You know what I mean? As far as the king, uh, Bacoli, or Bacori, or whatever his name was, looks like a typical D-bag king in, in One Piece. Like, it's just how they, they're written or, or drawn. So, I didn't have anything extra on him. I just, I thought the the Kuma basically recreating nothing happened on a weekly basis was wild. I thought that was a really great touch by Oda. All right. Uh, Lionel. <clears throat> Um, pretty much, I, th- I thought the same thing with Sebastian, with because um, I literally thought the Zolo thing again, and like um, the fact that Kuma had Zolo go through it, you know, at that time, and Kuma was putting himself through it. Then I also thinking of comparisons. I remember Morge's video that he did a video with um, with Zolo doing the three um, the three day starving thing for mm-hmm. months. Yeah, like you know, comparing it to Odin, what Odin did, um, pretty much with the boiling. You know, it's something similarities like parallels, and the order does that a lot with um with other stuff he does in the manga. 
and I'm trying to think of like, like what Sebastian mentioned already, Kuma, Kuma did something. So right now he's taking the burdens of the people, saving them from the pain and whatever. But I think and then this is the first time Oda, in a weird way, did a parallel to the, the same character, as in Kuda's, Kuma's doing something on a grander scale now. Pretty much, this is like a foreshadow of what we're going to hopefully Oda reveal soon on why he became a cyborg. And actually, Milos were talking, and Milos started thinking of something else. I mean, you want to save it? You want to um, say it now, or you want to say your turn? I was going to say it on my turn, but... Okay. But at least uh, um, at least uh, what we might think now, and I'm thinking, but what would be the possible reason for that? Like, Kuma, we still understand Kuma, but if it's even foreshadowing this, that we're also going to bring up is, like, it's, like, Oda, you're going on a whole nother level right, right now. And, like, and it's just crazy how pretty much... And Oda keeps doing, like, inversions or parallels within characters. And it's like, I wonder what other um, parallels we're going to see. Because I also think he's doing it a little bit with, um, like you said, the Jesus thing. And it kind of goes into, like, you know, Jesus died. What? what was it? I, I, I was going to bring it up later. Okay. He actually reminds me of John the Baptist more than Jesus. But okay. that's later. Okay. I mean, they don't have anything connecting at all with each other. It's mostly just the, ha- the fact that he's... Um, he's helping people, and he's taking away their pain. Like, you know how Jesus did miracles and healed the people. But the fact is that going to what Kuma's doing now with um, the cyborg thing kind of goes into, right, are they playing a different way how Jesus, you know, died for our sins and, like, you know, sacrificed himself, sacrificed his life and sacrificed himself to die for our sins. That, that's what Jesus did. I wonder if Oda's doing something similar, like that aspect of Jesus with Kuma. Because like, we always see Kuma's only showing he has a self-sacrificing spirit and attitude towards people, especially people he cares about, even people strangers. Just he feels pity and sorry for them. And again, I was telling those Kuma shows that like, he's not really a fighter. He's not like the fact that he's even the little kids when um, they were throwing rocks at him, he's way stronger than him. he could beat him up, but he chose not to. Yeah, he tried to heal him, heal them when he got hurt. So just like shows that Kuma's attitude. And I also thought like when I said that Kuma became more retired, I think Lawrence brought up too that. Actually, Kuma kind of stayed the same. He's more serious, monotone, but like the fact that he showed no way show mercy to Zolo in a way towards Luffy, that he could have just took them out and just took Luffy. Whatever, we still don't know fully that, but like, so like Kuma's character is actually really interesting that he's one of the few people who's strong, but his, his Safakan spirit is unheard of in One Piece. Like, I haven't seen anything like that so far in One Piece that has a self have a self sacrificing spirit as Kuma. Um, I, I think I want to stop there because I'll let Lawrence bring out what he's going to bring out. All right. Lawrence? Uh, yeah, so just to uh, alliterate what Lana was talking about, I love this part of the chapter, right? Because, again, like Sebastian, I was questioning, like, oh, she's – all this thing, you're, you're kind of – like, she's kind of mean, like a jerk, like not uh, getting angry at the old, the elderly, right? And then you see why. Someone that she loves, she's seeing them <laughs> uh, suffer, like, every Sunday. Right, but then it speaks volumes to, to me as Oda as a writer and Kuma as a person, because before we like, I never thought Kuma would have this big of a role or we get like this deep of backstory. Like we all thought, like at the time, it when he was carrying the Bible, it wasn't a real Bible, maybe a, a location of all the places he was going. But now, since we see his backstory, that he's actually um, a man of faith, a churchgoer, that or even a pastor, that that is a real Bible, right? So it goes into uh, going back into it, like. What I thought of this with Kuma, he is the self-sacrifice. Going back to even when he was a kid, right, that he would put himself in harm's way to avoid others. He goes, I'll be the bait, right? So I don't want to see anyone 
pass or get hurt. So Kuma chose to be the bait. And then we see later on, even I thought of too, like when Kuma makes that statement about if when he repels the pain and suffering, right, it'll go to someone else. And maybe think of how do you know that, right? When you eat the fruit, do you just gain all this knowledge or do you learn from experience? Because when you eat the fruit, right, did he experience it? Like, for example, think about when, how long he's been doing this. Remember when Lana brought up those kids? He did that when uh, uh, Guinea hit him. Did he not, did he leave it going and the pain went back to them? Or was he taking the pain from then on, you know, just knowing that? I thought of that. When you think of Kuma is the self-sacrifice, and we see it later on. And it goes into, like, I'm building up here, right? I'm not going to take too long. But going into Zoro, right? He's showing Zoro what it means, kind of like taking on, you to take this place, you have to take on the burden or take on this suffering for them, right? So, and he also has Zoro do something that he's willing to do himself. So on the greater scale, we know that Oda kind of like what Lionel's mentioning, he has something smaller than he has people kind of show on a greater scale what they did. Like, uh, Anel and Doflamingo kind of foreshadowed Eam, right? Uh, co 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 uh, Cobra? No. Uh, on uh, Alabasta? What's his name? Vivi's friend? Oh, oh, um, oh man. Pell? No. No. I knew uh, the, rev the, revolutionary. the revolutionary. Oh, Koza. Koza, yeah, yeah Koza. I knew it was something like that. Foreshadowed Dragon. So you have all these different foreshadowings. Uh, even what uh, Zoro did, he also uh, foreshadowed a little bit of uh, Odin, right? So it makes me think of, now we have Kuma here, and we know his, like, kind of like backstory over his generations was with Nika, right? And now he wants to be, like, a, a liberator or helping people like Nika because the influence from his father. His father kept talking about Nika, right? And he keeps talking about how, right, he wants to help people, right? It made me think of, since Kuma's shown that he's the self-sacrifice, it made me think of, what if Kuma is the slower end of, like, the smaller foreshadow of what Nika did in the past, mm. right? Like, what if the reason why the world government took over the world is because Nika sacrificed himself to end up realizing, oh, I'm trying to play it out more because of how it makes sense, because it could not be this just a theory of mine, but the thing is, so focused on Nika is why he's trying to do all this, so why he takes upon himself from his father, right? right. Because you could kind of grow that, like, from what you experience, like, uh, I'm not trying to say that law doesn't, whatever, but, like, to what you experience, you could kind of grow to be a similar, like, law, to hate the world, right? But Kuma kind of responding, no, I'm going to help the world. I'm going to try to, like, take on the burden that everyone's suffering for myself, right? But a lot of them, they kind of tie that to Nika, right? He's that, he's that liberator. So it made me think of, I wonder if Nika is like that, like the original Nika, you know? That he was like that, and then... Resulting in him losing, he sacrificed himself to do that in a way where, because he saw, then I guess, you know, foreshadowing the later on that someone will, who would come up like me to do what I couldn't do because I, sacri I self sacrificed myself to lose this war, right? It makes me think about it to me as more to it, but because we don't know, but it's made me think of I think Nika self sacrificed himself to lose the war for to save everyone else, knowing that, all right, you guys are going to be liberated later on. I couldn't do it. Mm. All right, Chris. So, when I was reading this chapter, or at least what I have to say, I'm gonna save it more towards the end. But at this point, when I was reading it, I saw Kuma as like, yes, he's the gentle giant. He's doing all of this, and it made me realize like, people like this in real life, they have a point where they're gonna get to, and it's just gonna overwhelm them, and they're gonna snap, 
when I was reading this mm-hmm. and I've seen what he's doing every Sunday, his, his he's called the tyrant, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in one piece. I was trying to figure that out. Like, why is he called that? Like, where did that name come from? And I'm looking at somebody and he's becoming like right now, this is the most interesting thing about me. I mean, about Egghead to me, just Kuma and his whole role in the story and seeing him do this every Sunday. He's a great person. What happened? That is, this is the question I had when I got to this page. I'm like, yo, this man is doing what? Mm. Like I saw what Zoro went through and he's doing this like every Sunday. Mm-hmm. It might not be the same type of pain, but like every Sunday he's doing something like this for other people and she's crying. What happened? That's all that I like <laughs> I have to ask. Like, yeah. That's that's all I have to say. Just this, he's a really nice dude. What was mm-hmm. the tipping point? What happened? All right. Uh for me, it was really nice to get uh, a little backstory on Kuma's dad, Clap being a previous pastor of the church. Um, I had an idea on a chapter reaction with Mosh and uh, Anime Sundays that Vegapunk once said, in order to create devil fruits, uh, people kind of have to believe it to create it. And basically, that's how devil fruits come into existence. So it's not necessarily magic, but it's a belief. Well, maybe the Buccaneer people or, you know, Kuma's pops... Uh, kept the idea of Nika alive, which probably the Buccaneer people brought forth the Nika fruit. Mm. Mm. So just enough belief can create an idea which will create something. It would create hope. It would create something out of midair, right? That's not real. Maybe that's what the Buccaneer people are probably known for. Maybe they're religious people, the same way like Shandorians were religious people of the four gods. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe they also created devil fruits that we don't know about that haven't been revealed yet. So I, I had a little idea of that. I did have a question because I love going into like the biblical stuff between uh, Oda and his 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 vast knowledge of history. So for Lawrence, I'll ask you the first question. The similarities of Kuma and Jesus, right? When Jesus was healing people, how did he heal people? Did he heal him with his hands or what was he doing? So um, Jesus wasn't limited to healing people with his hands. He can heal people without even them being present. You could tell, like, uh, for example, um, uh, it was like an army officer or an official uh, came to him because one of his attendants, like people like serving him, was uh, suffering. I think they're on the verge of like passing themselves, right? So he goes to Jesus and begs Jesus to um, uh, help him out. And Jesus helped him because he's just such great faith by, it's more to the story, but he showed such great faith that Jesus says, go, your servant is healed. Right? So pretty much, so Jesus didn't even see the person, wasn't even in contact with the person, but was able to heal him. He could, and also there's a woman with like a flow of blood mm-hmm. that she just touched her, um, Jesus fringes, fringes of his outer garment. So like just uh, like a piece of it, like thing that was hanging, just touched a piece of that clothing. Yeah. And she was healed. Right? So this, uh, so, um, and Jesus gave credit to like their great faith, but is ultimately Jesus got that power from God. So mm-hmm. God was just was healing them through Jesus. So. Okay, and then for Lionel, when when Jesus would heal people, would he necessarily get like a drawback from healing people, or would he just be fine? He did say at one point that I felt power um, left me. Like he did feel power come out of him, but I don't know if the 
elaborated on if it actually made him tired or not. Because he Luffy. Oh wow, I said Luffy. Wow. Jesus is um he's human, so he does get tired over time. Like walking wise, Jesus does get tired. He needs to sleep. But I don't know. If, I don't think um that power actually drains Jesus at all. Okay. The reason I was asking is because, one, it's honestly fire to know some knowledge like that, right? And if Oda's using this knowledge to be a parallel character of Jesus, even though he's not trying to be Jesus, he's like, he'll take on characteristics of Jesus, then it just makes Kuma's character that much more special to the story. And it's nice to see that Oda, like like I've always told people, he's not going to make demons in One Piece, real demons. He's going to give the characteristics of demons. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. Um, that was fire. Also, you guys didn't mention Guinea. I mean, Jenny, but she fire, bro. Oh, I did. Yo, she fire, bro. She's fire. I'm going to keep it real, yeah, bro. Her, no, nah, Seb, her or Dull right now, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, bro. Her or Dull, I was going to bring that up. Yo, yo, because Dull was fire, too, bro. bro. She got legs for days, bro. bro the, but Jenny different. Oh. God. Listen, bro. I'm I like, about to get back to you. Bro. Listen, bro. Get back to me. I, I love the attitude. Um, I, I love the fact that Ginny is already like, <laughs> I told you she was gonna be stepsis. Um, <laughs> just, just the bubble itself. It's like you guys all said. It's super crazy. Uh, just being the self-sacrificing type. Um, it's gonna be very interesting to see why he sacrificed himself and became a robot, like Chris said. It's gonna be super interesting to learn what was the main reason. What is there a, uh, like, does he know something that we don't necessarily know? Because in order to self-sacrifice yourself to the point where you no longer exist means that you have to have some type of knowledge or goal, or you just know something that means this is going to work out because you're putting all your chips on the line. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy because Dragon doesn't know, which is why he asked Kuma what he saw. At the castle, it seems like Ivankov has a little bit of knowledge, but maybe Kuma has something passed down in the Bible from the Buccaneer people that he knows about that we don't just yet. Oda hasn't revealed it, but he's like, I believe enough that this is going to happen that I'm gonna sacrifice myself, and that would be really cool because, in a way, if you guys correct me if I'm wrong, the Bible does tell you how to live a better life. Yeah, like it is, the, it is the blueprint to human happiness, mm -hmm. right? It gives you a path forward and realizing, like, no matter what happens, this is the end result of your 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 belief, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like maybe Kuma has that same perspective, and I think that's super fire. So, uh, other than that, yes, guys, let's hit super chats one more time, and then we'll go into the next part of the chapter. All right, uh, we got a twenty dollars super chat from. SN Psy for a super chat. So thank you. It says, love y'all. Watch all your stuff on YouTube and TikTok with a heart. What are your thoughts on Bonnie being a clone of Guinea and her captures being the world government? What would that mean for her relationship with Sakazuki? Uh, that is something that we're going to touch on a little bit later yeah. in the chapter review. But thank you so much. Yeah, give us funny. some time. We're going to get to that part of the chapter. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it. Yeah. We got another two-month membership to Nakama Status from Zai. He says, are there any arcs y'all think are 100% skippable? Um, personally, to me, no. <laughs> no. E even the Davy bag, I don't think it's skippable, just because what it could mean for the yeah. future of the story. Only yeah. fillers. Yeah, only fillers. Yeah. Yo, G8 is not skippable, bro. Yo, Chris, did you skip G8? You said G8? Yeah. 
What's T8? What was that? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that was in an anime? Get him off yeah. the show! No, it's an anime. Oh, okay, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I skipped it. Uh, uh, yo, at that yo. point, I was probably reading it because what I did was I was reading it, and when it got to like the climax of the story, I started watching it. So I'd watch that and then go back to reading. So I was like shifting between the two. So G8, I know of it. I didn't see it. I didn't experience that. Go back and watch G8, bro. It's great. We got another <laughs> five, uh, six dollars from. Ben Lowry, it says, yo, first live that I'm watching, can only watch half because I have work. But love from Ireland, boys, with a hey, heart, wow. hashtag, buggy gang. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yo, love to hear. Yo, the Ireland gang is crazy, bro. <laughs> yo, love our Ireland people, bro. Yeah, What's up? Thank you, thank you. Love my people. Yo, so, yo so, so is ours, technically. Earlier, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jamaicans and Irish are like, I, from what I've been finding out recently, just like they've been close. So, mm. I didn't. My know. last name is Irish. Damn, mm. yeah, I like the Kazuki and the 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 Mink people. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently. <laughs> we got another two from Yonosuke. It says, "Yo, what's good, guys? Hey, what's, what's up, up real? Yo, what's you up? got a haircut, bro? Let me know. No, bro. We got another two from Try Gym. It says, "I've seen the shorts. The Garp slander is crazy." I don't think it's slander, personally. People don't know how to make up their minds. Yeah. It's either you say something slightly true <laughs> but it's not good about the character and they're like you're slandering him if, it, if it's a different perspective doesn't mean it's slander. oh my god i thought i'm so offended we got another right. 280 from garbage d fish it says hashtag seb gang hashtag evil gang hashtag w gone top hashtag rest is trash <laughs> whatever man. so you know how Seb gang and emo gang were next oh, to each other. Yeah. I hope you take notice. <laughs> All right, that's not a good. They already look. got the meme. That's not a good look, bro. bro. You just also said you wanted to be. You would be York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yo, yeah. York wants to be a Slusser Dragon. You are. You're like. You're putting yourself okay. there. Yeah, you're putting yourself there. Let's get two more in, and then we're gonna go back into the chapter. <laughs> we got another five from Claw. It says only channel that doesn't make me cringe, so y'all can hold five. <laughs> Rockley. Is the goat hashtag F Garb hashtag Kaido X Big Mom? <laughs> that last one. <laughs> it should be Larry X Big Mom, all right? <laughs> Don't disrespect me. And then we got another 19 month memberships to Shichi Bukai status from Simeon Russell. It says, Hey y'all, haven't been able to catch a live in about six months. Who's your favorite One Piece side character? Vote Smoker for Fleet Admiral. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh man. Nah. <laughs> Does Smoker count as a side character at this point? Cause I, he might be one for me. How, how how deep side? How deep are we going with side characters? You know what I'm saying? Favorite. Like, wait, yeah, wait. Like, can I go like, can I go Alkiji? Like, does that count? Yeah, then now, cool. it would be Alkiji for me. Yeah, side character. Yeah. Lawrence. Uh, I like Law. Law. Favorite though, but I'm gonna say Law. But not you sure already know mine, bro. Odin or or Kairos actually one of them. I feel like he was trying to go more obscure than that, but Chris. Mm, favorite side character? Mm -hmm. mm. Ah, damn. Um, I feel like Law is the obvious answer for me, but I'm going to say right now, Kobe, actually. Mm, I, I thought of Kobe. Yeah. But I need to be a little more manly. But... <laughs> I was going to say Garp, but I'm, I'm trying to avoid a conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to say Kobe and just like, yeah. Oh, it's going to get interesting later. Uh, Fisher Tiger. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, Fisher Tiger. 
Yeah, guys, if you haven't liked the stream already, please like the stream. We're about to jump right back into the chapter. All right, let's do this. So, hold on. I just got to make sure I, where I am. All right, 25 years ago from now, Kuma is 22, and Ginny wants to marry Kuma. He replies, nah. She yells at him and knows he loves her. She would also make him happy. He knows she would, but then he thinks about what would happen, what happened with his dad and his buccaneer blood. He doesn't want to bring her misery. Then Kuma points out that the freedom fighters are making a name with Dragon at the helm. Kuma feels inspired and wishes he could help people too. Then Kuma pass, uh, Kuma's past bullies bring him food and he replies, thank you, only for Guinea to throw a basket at his head. Uh, real quick, what did you guys think about this little part of the chapter? And we'll start with Lionel. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, like, when I saw the marriage thing, I'm like, all right, this is it. Then I'm like, you said now? I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I guess not. So oh, we still don't know, but, but again, it shows Kuma like he's, and again, leading up to what he does now, he's preventing his own happiness. For the, for the sake of others, and that's like, and I guess that's a running thing with Kuma. Like he's what he's willing to do, um, not make himself happy, willing to suffer and go through so much for people who he cares about. It just it's just crazy, it's just. And then we're getting more and more. Like you, how can you not like Kuma? Honestly, wait, how he is. So that's what I was saying. And also, um, now we'll touch about it later because we'll bring up Dragon, but because uh, we we get more of it later on. All right, uh, Seb. All right, one, I'd have folded in two seconds, bro. <laughs> but Kuma just like me for real, because he's scared of getting Shorty pregnant. And huh? that's, that's like I a mean, he's super, not lying, he's not super relatable thing. What is wrong with you? You feel me? <laughs> it's just very relatable to me. Bro, he could just push it out, though. <laughs> Nah, he's man. a man of the cloth, bro. That's he can't true. do that. Yeah, you're right. Bro. He can't do that, <laughs> man. What is it called? You remember, you remember in Tropic Thunder, Devil's Alley? <laughs> but, um, oh my God. Uh, it, it just, you know, I, I like a woman who's aggressive with it like that. You know, she she know what she wants. You need she's help. willing to, to go get it. You know you're right, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Right. Um, but if she start hitting you, you're going to let people know. That's a little too far. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I did like the note about Kuma um, learning about the Freedom Fighters with Dragon, and Alonso will bring it up later. But this is part of the reason why I wanted to say that he reminded me of John the Baptist. So, like, Kuma, to me, is, like, encapsulating Christianity as a whole, not just the Jesus imagery, because John was searching for the Messiah, for Jesus. And, like, I'm not saying Dragon is that, but in his mind, he's a Freedom Fighter. He's this person that can bring this freedom to the world he's Wait. looking for his messiah wants to emulate nika that's why i'm saying he's more like john the baptist than jesus you said wait, I gotta, you said john the baptist was looking for the messiah yeah well they, they thought he was the messiah right oh yeah that that is they thought he was the messiah but john the baptist knew who the messiah yeah. was what yeah okay. but yeah okay that's why i told you so really gotta, like waiting you always got reference to them bro listen man yeah you can't spit like that Still remind me of John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. All right. That's all I had, though. Yeah, you done? All right. Chris, your turn, bro. Yeah, as the pages go on, like, I like Kuma more and more. He's 25 or 20? He's 22. So this is definitely something you would see with younger men. He's overthinking a lot. And for good reason, because, you know, his past and history. But 
I like that um, Oda did it like this, where he's like, no, and he won't even give her a good reason. Mm. And because I feel like if she knew, she would be like, Man, what you worried about? Like, look at us right now. Um, Anytime Dragon is mentioned, I'm locked in. Mm. And mm. every time I see Dragon, mm. he's always frowning. <laughs> What's up with the mm? What's he got? <laughs> <laughs> Because I was going to go to um, point and say, like, anytime I've seen Dragon smile, Luffy's involved. Great father. Just saying. <laughs> Jesus. That's all it takes, bro? Yeah. That's it. says a lot. It says a lot to me. That's like, all it takes, bro. That's, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, are you done, Chris? Uh, yeah, just Kuma's a really kind person, and I'm I'm rooting for him. I wish him the best. I just, again... As the chapters go on, I see how kind he is, and it just makes me think like, "What happened? You had, you had the life. You had, you had a good life. What happened to you, bro? Why are you metal? That's it. Would y'all consider That's this a good life? Right there, like That's he's living. <laughs> I mean, he's eating food. He's like, you know, helping people. He's smiling like constantly. When have you seen him like that? Yeah, that's that's a point. And he looks like he's about to have a dream because, like, you know, he sees the Freedom Fighters. He's like, he's about to find his purpose. Got his girl, you know, friends. He's eating well. He's living good. Yeah, he's content. Yeah. Yeah. Just got a college. Got out of college. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's it. All right. All right. Uh, Life out of him. (laughs) Now, yeah. Um, just real quick. Um, this made me think of when I saw this part is like, um, trauma. Right, the trauma is like uh, from what he experienced as a kid, and remember what his parents went through, mm-hmm. is preventing him from uh, going further with his life to a certain extent, right? And um, just to make like what you mentioned, talk about like um, enjoying life, because when he's taking on the pain, though, you see him even when he's lying down and getting helping him, he has a smile on his face, right? So it shows me if you think of like, yeah, he lived life as you know. A slave in the beginning, it was being beat down. But now he's, like, choosing, in a way, his own type of pain. The pain that he wants to. The pain he's choosing is to, I'd rather this than be a slave. I'm choosing the pain, but it's the pain of other people where I'm liberating them or I'm taking that away. So he's choosing that pain, so he's enjoying it where he could even lay there all bloodied up and bruised and can't, just, you know, can't even get up. But he's happy because that's the pain he's choosing than anything else. And then the trauma, like, goes into, like, into like what do you remember why he won't marry um guinea at this moment and then when he goes to later on it goes again because the trauma is still there he's still remembering what he went through it goes again why did you give yourself to the tr- your source of trauma who goes back to that trauma and to me it, it has to do something with guinea i believe because like knowing seeing this now and then what we saw before about how she received kuma right in that uh state of uh going through that pain there's no way she would accept him turning himself in so i think we all kind of guessed it guinea she's been pat you know past but um to me uh she i don't say she passed a long time ago but i think it's part of the why kuma also gave himself in to the world government all right uh for me uh listen man i for all the fellas out there if a woman says she won't marry you, just just let it happen, bro. <laughs> okay. Just let it okay, happen, bro. Man, no. If she willing to get down on her knee and say, "Yo, take this, yo, take it, bro," 
That's, that's a keeper, bro. That's a big no, bro. Yeah, that's a big yeah, keeper, bro. Nah, bro. If she's the right, like, you wallet, right partner, <laughs> yeah. you really wallet, bro. There's a, there ain't a lot of women who out here that that that's trying to get married because of you. They trying to get married because of what you could provide. Listen. Alright, Kuma ain't got nothing. He ain't got money. <laughs> I tell you, he ain't got listen, status. Listen, All you got is a good heart and a pawpaw fruit. Listen, That's it, bro. You gotta preface this. If it's a guinea, cool. These women ain't guinea out here, bro. They <laughs> ain't guinea, bro. Yeah. Listen, they ain't always like listen, that. Y'all thinking of women that ain't getting on the knee. She ain't got her knee. The woman has to get on her. Nah, Jenny was like, yeah, I'll get on she her. She was standing up. <laughs> When she said that, you bro. Yeah, wild. you want to say something wild. I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. Chill yeah. out, all right? <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, he's about to say something. I'm glad Wait, you cut him off. Wild, bro. Huh? What'd you say, Chris? How old is Guinea at this point? I'm trying to... Uh, she's four, she's years, four older. years older than she's 26. Oh, okay. okay she grown. Okay, right. Listen, bro. She know what she want. She prime. Yeah. Yo, biological yeah. clock ticking. <laughs> <laughs> Try and get this done already, bro. All right, my bad. Um... So y'all know my favorite character is Ace. Uh, big part of Ace's character was that he hated Roger. Hated his pops. Hated the fact that, you know, he didn't feel like he was deserving of life. I think it's really cool to see the other side of it, where Kuma's like, I knew my father. I suffered because of my father. My mom, she's done because of my father. And I was born into slavery because of my father. And I saw my pops pass away because of his fault to basically have me. So is I'm glad that Kuma doesn't say, is my life worth it? But instead, he's like, my life is worth it through the, uh, the service of other people. That's the purpose I've given myself that I can prosper in this life. So it's really nice to see that Oda's playing the other side of the coin and saying, hey, like Ace might have gone the wrong route. Kumba might have gone the wrong, right route, but it depends how you look at it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see that's happening. Um, so th the Freedom Fighters, correct me if I'm wrong, Lionel, because he knows the years. 33 years ago, um, Dragon visited Ohara with Vegapunk, and he said that he created the Freedom Fighters. You said 33 years ago? Yeah, wasn't it 33 years ago? No. When 20, was it? 22. 22 years ago? Oh, okay. My yeah, bad. Yeah, Robin was, what, 8? So yeah, yeah, yeah it was, um, it was, was a couple eight. months after the Ohio incident. Okay, so the Freedom Fighters have been established for three years so far, because this is twenty five years ago when Kuma's twenty two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the conversation was that he wanted to evolve it into something. Like, yeah, we're the Freedom Fighters now. We've been doing this for a while, but we're ready to hit that next level, oh. which is the Revolutionary Army. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Uh, I thought of when you said that. I was thinking of the Revolutionaries. He makes the Revolutionaries twenty two years ago. The Freedom Fighters thirty three around yeah. yeah. All right, so they've been around for like eight years so far, probably. Yeah, from what he said. So they've okay. been just establishing themselves. Eight years is a long time, dog. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. They ain't go anywhere. Um, but I, I really love the fact that like Kuma's so oblivious because I feel like I'm like this in real life when like chicks like me. I'm, like, super oblivious that they like me. And I feel like Kuma, even though it's directly being said to him, he's still, like, being super innocent and super... And then she, like, throws a basket at his head. And she's like, yo, I'm trying to kick game to you, bro. I, and he's, I, like, super passive with it. I think he's known, though. He just, like, doesn't allow himself to do it. You know what I mean? Like, he knew. Yeah. Also, Bonnie's supposed to be 25, right? 24? 
Something like that? We 20? didn't get her. No, age. we never got her age. I think we did. Did we not? No. Let's we said that put it, we said that she was around twenty one. I swore Oda said her age was no, twenty two or twenty four or whatever. He never said her age. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I'm tripping. It's not established. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Uh yeah. So let's go into some super chats, guys. And then uh we'll we'll take a sponsorship break. For the time being, so Chris could use the restroom. Anybody here could use the restroom, and then we'll come right back. So, super chats now, guys. Like the video if you haven't. All right, we got another two from Procumbent. It says Kaido said hockey is supreme, and then lost to a devil fruit with a crying emoji. That's well, not true. A lot more than just that devil. Yeah, fruit, I was gonna say, why are you lying? A lot more than <laughs> just that Take your two dollars back. Jumped on the roof. <laughs> yeah, Take your two dollars back. He got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's forgetting the fact that Luffy used you know hockey not to touch Good. because Luffy's ability would have just touched. He forgot that up. as soon as Gear Five happened, he got taken out of Gear Five. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Oh man, we got another two from Pimp Chimp. It says, "My girl's dad passed today. Keep us in your prayers." Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, our condolences, man. Condolences, bro. We got another two from Project Iceman. It says, Guinea future Bonnie clone, Bonnie mom or Luffy mom? I'm so done with the Luffy mom thing, bro. <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening. Yeah. Something's happening with the, the funding here. You see this? I don't know what's going on. We got another two from Swimming Bases. It says, did Kuma single-handedly bring men back to Christ? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. We got another eight-month membership to Nakama Status from JT. It says, Lawrence, I know you miss me. <laughs> what's, up, <man? laughs> what's up, JT? Of course, man. Oh, man. Don't miss JT, all caps. <laughs> <laughs> We got another four-month membership to Nakama Status from Austin Hart. It says, happy... Happy 70K, y'all. Keep grinding a milli soon. A million subs would be crazy. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Thank you. Imagine the phone calls with a million subs. We got another 280 from Garbage D Fish. Uh, nothing happened to nothing happened happens to Kuma every week. Zoro who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. We got another one-month membership to Nakama status from Trev. It says Kuma on Fraud Watch getting white-eyed by arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We got another um, membership to Nakama status from our guy Nerd Taku. What's up, Nerd? Uh, it says, another nine months from Nerd Taku. It says, much love, Nakama. Like the stream. No cursing. We trying, bro. We yeah. trying not to curse. Lawrence almost cursed. If y'all haven't already, what? please follow and subscribe to Nerd Taku. We drop dope content on YouTube and on TikTok. Another five from Douglas Bullet. It says, so is this to imply... Blackbeard is still more durable than Kuma. Hashtag Bucky Kang. They always find a way to protect Blackbeard somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another 20 from Nertaku. It says, happy 70K, 100K incoming. Question, do y'all believe that Buccaneer blood was talked about because it was it is able to harbor multiple lineage factors and Vegapunk needed to study it so he could make synthetic versions of the green blood? I haven't heard that one. Mm. This is why you gotta follow Nerd Taku, bro. This is the kind of thought process he'll bring to the table. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything in Kuma's backstory so far that would imply that, per se, other than he just was operated on by Vegapunk. But but just like, I feel like um, he has an interesting thought there because just like, for example, Kuma's, for some reason, body, body type or um, lineage factor or heritage or whatever, was cleanly sought after by Vegabuck and was used through like all the pacifistas, even the current, um, you know, 
uh, Seraphim. And then now we have mixed in with Lunarians was also sought after. So these two were their prime, like, I don't want to, you know, uh, suspects that they wanted to use for that lineage, whatever they provided with. Mm. Maybe. So on that level. Another 10 from Curvy Cabe. It says, if Dell fruits are brought into existence by people's wishes and desires, what fruit would you guys desire and bring into existence? Like the stream. The Knicks win a championship championship fruit. <laughs> 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 Knicks are a competent franchise franchise fruit. Uh, they just have two issues. That's it. Listen, man. It's a lot. We, did, we, did, we did like this. We kind of answered like this before. If we yeah. can create our own ability, right? Yeah. Wait, are we in one piece or are we in... Um, in or one piece, because he said fruit. Bro, just Chris, come up with a fruit. What's your fruit, What's bro? What's your desire? I'm trying to think of it. Don't say hair, like... hair, fruit, bro. I swear. Why did you say this? Why did you say this? Why are you so disrespectful? This was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Genetics aside, that was a choice. What could <laughs> I have? I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, what can I say that hasn't already been said? Damn, that was deep. Damn. For life. Too, you know. <laughs> 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 Mark really hit him with the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really think it. Look at him. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of any. I can't think of any. If I could pick a fruit in one piece already, probably Aces fruit. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's what I'm fire. Mm. I mean, damn, I didn't even mean to say Come it like on. that. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's your best part. I what? mean, um, in real life, though, I was like, in real life, I have the clone clone fruit. You, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right? Shut up. I can't, <laughs> Ain't no way you just said that, Shut bro. Up. No well, technically, technically, I was I was Shut born up. first, so so he's, he's I was born. I why did you say real life? No, I'm dead. <laughs> Yo, Chris, it's because Lionel and Lawrence are twins. Yeah. So, we've been making a joke that Lido is just Lawrence and Shadow Clone for years. <laughs> so, for him to be like... <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to clarify. Bro, bro, I'm so confused. Why would you want the Clone Clone fruit and Lawrence exist? He's not my... Oh, like, I want it in, like, how they did in Naruto. I thought that was actually the dopest. He's talking about, you know, how you could learn for whatever the clone does, so you could send him out. There's, like, so world. many... Oh. Devil fruits you can utilize in general, but we're... I, t- I said in real life. Yeah. That's what you meant in real life. But I don't think the question was towards real life. I think it was... It was you, I don't know. Man. You don't know. If I was in one piece, I'm not eating a fruit. Hmm. We got another five! <laughs> From Nate Gomez. It says, first time on live. Love the pod. Speaking of Jesus, what would Jesus's devil fruit be? Power and who should wield it? Jesus would eat a fruit. Okay. The Jesus, Jesus fruit. I mean, Jesus is already <laughs> powerful, so it's like... Mm-hmm. What is he, double ascended? <laughs> <laughs> I'm double ascended. <laughs> As for who should eat it, I don't ascended. think anybody... I, I, I got it, bro. I, it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody's worthy in, in One Piece to yeah. eat the fruit, so... And uh, um, Jesus is God's son, but I don't think this fruit exists. But it was like the God God fruit or something. But Stop. Wait, 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 we're wait, moving wait. on. We're moving on. Lawrence already did this before. We're going to <laughs> what? 
Yeah, we're not That is my fruit. I don't hate. ridiculous. Don't hate. We got another five from Kirby22. It says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Could the Straw Hats pack up Blackbeard with no Luffy? Wanted to hear y'all's thoughts. Hashtag like the stream. Hashtag Buccaneer Gang. Hashtag Kuma for Conk. Um, like all the Straw Hats versus just Blackbeard? Same time? Because, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, same yeah. Right. One. Absolutely. <laughs> Zoro wouldn't do that. If Jinbei's there, yeah. I'm saying. That, uh, Zoro would not. He would try to fight Blackbeard one-on-one. Bro, if it's Zoro and Sanji, even if it's just Zoro, Zoro's packing him, bro. I don't know about all that, but... Sure. Zoro could. Very well. I definitely got the straw hats, though. I feel like... If Jim, like, like Chris pointed out, Jinbei's there, like... That's a lot of water. He's not going to be able to deal with, bro. Um, that and the fact that I feel like Jinbei knows something that... Because Jinbei's known Blackbeard since forever. He calls him Teach. So I feel like he would know how to deal with him in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot to deal with, bro. Uh, we got another five from Ter- Terrell Taylor, but no super chat attached. So thank you so much. Next time, let us know your thoughts. That was your first super chat, so thank you so much. Another five from Kirby. Calling it now, Egghead Incident will be Dragon and Kuma packing up Saturn. Hashtag Garse pack. Maybe. Another two from Zatib. It says, Chris never met the GOAT in G8. Hashtag shaking my head. Condoriano. <laughs> you don't even know. Well, if he was a goat, he would be in the story. Nah, bro. <laughs> if he was a goat, he would be know. in the story. Let's you don't know, real. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. You don't right know. G A who? G A. Oh man! Another five from Sizzo. It says, "Yo, first time on YouTube stream. Been listening on Spotify. Love your guys' content. Keep it up. Hashtag Dragon Top Ten Strongest. Don't downplay my man." I don't, I don't mind the dragon being top 10. It's when y'all be like top one, I'll be like, yo, chill out. That's me. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. <laughs> <laughs> he's top one, Chris? That's crazy. No, he's not top one. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. What was the character's name in G8, you said? Condoriano. <laughs> <laughs> yo, honestly, they could have made him like he coming uh, back. canon. and just had him be Luffy's guard. You know you can do, Chris? You could probably type G8 One Piece, and it'll bring up the Wikipedia page and show you all the characters during that arc. That's exactly where I'm at right now. <laughs> I don't see any pictures, so I'm trying to find You don't even know about the, the, the 11th member of the crew, bro. We got another two from Rapid Cougar 3. Yo, Anime Green Bull is super weak. I haven't seen that episode yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, someone texted me about it. Yo, it's crazy. He's weak like that? I ain't watch it. That's disappointing. I ain't watch it yet. I'm getting there. Another seven from Garbage D Fish. Uh, Goat Legend, the best of the best, top one character with the best design and devil fruit, and leader of the revs is in the chapter with his side bit dragon. We got another five from Project Iceman. Imagine Kuma actually said that he was thinking about their kids just for her to say, I just want marriage, not kids yet. Skipping steps here, lol. Yo, facts. Kuma, Kuma got a little out of himself, man. Although he was also thinking of his mom. It wasn't just uh, about him and his father's situation. We got another 10 from Buggy Dragon. It says, sup guys, huge shout out to the broker. We love you and miss you like crazy. I know he must be going mad with this chapter as he has the wildest theory ever that revolves around Christianity. Hashtag Broker Potter for life. Yes, uh, I actually talked to Broker today. Um, he said him and his daughter may actually be tuning into the pod today. So hopefully, if you are Broker, our hearts are out to you guys. Yeah. Um, hope you guys are doing better. 
uh, with the crazy situation that was yeah. going down. So, yeah. All right. How many more we got? We got three more. Uh, so we got another five from Trigem. It says, <laughs> out of the pre-skip villains, which one was, has the most potential to contend with Luffy if they were to train for two years? Pre-skip mm. villains. <laughs> it's, is it not Luchi? Like, yeah, I was saying the thing. <laughs> he's like right he's here. living it out, right? Um, mm. He ain't trained. <laughs> well, he's a martial yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a martial artist. They artists. train Anel. Anel Wait, is like the thing is Anel in is as competing with him in general. Sure, competing with Luffy directly, it's still a bad matchup. It just is, yeah. no matter what. Wait, who's training yeah. Anel? Is it like Rayleigh? Rayleigh? Because oh. honestly, he's not necessarily a villain, but he did fight with Luffy because they weren't necessarily. Wiper, Viper, Wiper? Yeah, yeah. Wiper. Lawrence. He fought to a draw with Luffy. Lawrence. It don't matter, bro. He fought to a draw <laughs> with Luffy. Matter. If he gets, like, trained by, like, Rayleigh... I want to say a no, but I know it's not. I have to say a no, because, like, speed-wise, a no will be faster than Luffy. I don't and know. if it was hockey, Whoa. if he had hockey, like, Conqueror's hockey and all that, because I feel like he would... Yeah. Because... A no. You're making my heart break. <laughs> He's not going to be faster I love a no, bro. I love a no, but he ain't doing all that, bro. Hey, if he was serious, if it was me, DK, if he was serious, if I had what Hidel had, mm-hmm. man. we got another two from Alan Wells. It says, Are the CDs the most evil group in all of fiction? Ah, that's hard. They up there, but that's hard. There's yeah, a lot of evil who? people out here, bro. Who? What? Yeah. Who? The Celestial Dragons. Mm. We got another two from Terrell Taylor. It says, Will Aokiji get a backstory similar to Kuma? I hope so. Maybe. And another two from Cirasium. It says "Gat Gat Fruit Model Latina." <laughs> <laughs> that might yeah. be my favorite super chat of the day. Um, but that's all the super now. Marv, just go to sponsorship. <laughs> just go to sponsorship. Marv. This episode is sponsored by Better Help. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe having difficulty sleeping, struggling with a relationship, or suffering from low self-esteem? Listen, I've been there. We have been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained and here to help you out. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire and it's as simple as that, guys, to help with your specific needs and then get you matched with a therapist under 48 hours. After that, you schedule a secure video or phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is confidential. We signed up for different reasons, and to be honest, it's legit. It helped us out a ton. You can request a different therapist at any point with no additional charge anytime. Join the two-plus million people who took charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. This offer goes out to all our That One Piece Talk Nakama. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-O-P-T. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, y'all so funny, bro. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. If you haven't liked the video yet, like the video. If you haven't joined our Discord yet, join our Discord. 
<laughs> also, shout out to all 500 people that hey. are currently watching us. Thank you. Uh, I know we're live on TikTok too. Shout out to everybody on TikTok. If you want to join, uh, joined. If you want to join our live on YouTube, you're more than welcome. There's more people chatting there. Uh, plus, you can like the video if not. Um, all right, guys, let's get right back into the chapter. You guys ready? Yeah. No, I'm, I was going to really say, not, is anybody going to say, yeah? I'm, re I'm really not ready. I'm ready. Not ready. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Latino model. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. So, was it on mute? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got about two parts of the chapter left, all right? So, uh, 22 years ago, a disaster struck. Kuma goes out uh, to meet the royal guard of Sorbet Kingdom, and basically they have prisoners, and it's some of the old citizens. And they say to Kuma, uh, help us Kumachi. And then the royal guard is basically like, well, father, I'm sure you've learned that the laws have changed. Now we're free to do what we want with people from the South. And then he's like, you're not turning them into slaves. And then all of a sudden, Kuma, for the first time ever, what it seems like, fights back. Uh, he creates a mini Ursus shock bubble, kind of. So some of the Royal Guard go back to King Bekuri and tells him that this new way of policing uh, or the policies he's created is not seeming to work out. And then he goes, you know what? Don't worry about it. My bad. Don't worry about it. They will soon be led astray by labels and look down their noses at the south. So what he does is he splits Sorbet Kingdom into the north and to the south. And the north is the part of the island that's actually Sorbet Kingdom. The south is basically people that have no way to participate in the kingdom's true uh, health uh, economic system. So what happens? Uh, they put Kuma in prison. And then Kuma's like, why are you in here too? And then he looks at Ginny and his two friends. And they were like, yeah, we were wrecking havoc to come break you out. And then Kuma's like, Ginny, I'm afraid our land is turning into a place of the haves and the haves nots. And basically, Ginny says, uh, King Beckery. Uh, it's just a tool of the Celestial Dragons. The whole plan came from someone above him. If we want to fight back, we have to take on the world government. And then all of a sudden we hear a huge crash. And then somebody's like, ah, who are you people? And then we see two shadowy figures. And we can kind of tell who they are. But we hear one say, you won't escape. You said uh, imitation of a Celestial... You said imitation of a Celestial Dragon. And then the other person says, he makes me boil with anger so i'm gonna leave the chapter right there and we'll discuss it so lawrence what did you think about this part of the chapter so far honestly uh i like seeing kuma and finally in action like standing up for like like you said even calls it an unforgivable sin right because this is also he can relate to so much this is his history where he was born into so to speak or right so he knows how cruel it is and and how wicked it is. So, like, fighting back. To me, I got upset. Like, how'd you lose to these people, Kuma? Right? I understand you're the gentle giant. You're innocent. You're not really a fighter. But I was just like, there's so much out here. The people, like, all the suffering you, you've been doing, right? These people that you care for so much are about to about to be made to slaves. You know, you, you to me, it's like, you have to win this fight. Like, you can't get locked up because what it means for them, you know? 
But uh, so then I was like, uh, so I got upset that Kuma lost, but like we see his, uh, the um, reverse, uh, reverse shock. I think is his move out that he yells it. But honestly, it's gonna make it's gonna sound wild at first. But hear me out, right? The idea of splitting the kingdom up, right, from north to south, where only uh, it could actually be a good idea for the elderly, right? Because the reason why is because they wouldn't have to pay the heavenly tribute, right? Because remember, they're struggling already as it is. They said, we would give you money, because earlier, we would give you money, Kuma, or something, but we're just getting by because we have to contribute our own. Like, whatever we're making, give to the heavenly tribute, right? But if they weren't recognized, kind of like, they, they would have the land to themselves without having to give, because, for example, what we see, the heavenly tribute is not helping them at all. They're just giving away their money at this point. But if you kind of cut off that thing where they could have that line, that land to themselves, where they could even use their own money for whatever and be fruitful from this own land, being outside the world of government, would help them out because they don't need it. They have Kuma and they can farm for themselves. But whatever their earnings that they're making, they have to give to the, uh, you know, the, um, the world government. So by splitting this up, they could actually work in their favor because then they have more uh, for themselves. Because we see we have, they have fishers, they can sustain themselves. Uh, they can make bread, they have uh, their fishing, all that stuff. But it's used for evil as, and then uh, it's the point where they're going to make them, these elderly ones, to slaves, showing how wicked it is. And it goes to me to think of, again, uh, the Celestial Dragon's influence, because now people are seeing, not now, but it's been a while, the, the, to get in line with the Celestial Dragons, you got to be more like them, right? And just to call back, I know I keep bringing it up, but you should think of, for example, why, um, of O'Hara, and when they speak about you know the ancient kingdom, and why they wanted to get rid of the ancient kingdom, because it made me think of their influence, right? Their thoughts and ideas. Not saying that the ancient kingdom ruled the world at the time, but it made me think of, just like right now, the Sister Dragons, their evil influence is affecting the world. The, uh, I believe that the ancient kingdom back then was also affecting the world, but in a good way, you know? So, um, nothing much. And also, too, those two, I like to see those two people that, that, uh, that Guinea hit are actually fighting along with uh, the Free Kuma. So they became his allies. Because I know, I think you guys thought before that it might have been Bonnie's crew members, but age-wise, I don't know. I don't remember those two, in all honesty. But we see that they, they sided with Kuma where they risked their lives to save him. But that's all I got. All right, Chris. Okay. All right, so I'm glad this happened. I'm, Damn. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. No, 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 because, because, like... <laughs> <laughs> hey yo! No, 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 I'm glad this happened because I, I, um, I wondered what would Kuma's because we haven't got to that part yet. So we left off with the two shadows showing up. Yeah, and for Kuma to still see that, hey, this is going on in the world, even where he's where he's at, to the point where they, you know, sectioned off the south and said, everybody, we can do anything we want with these people. We're gonna make them into slaves. Um, how he got captured, I feel like it was a hostage type of thing because if Kuma went on a rampage, nobody's stopping him. Yeah. So I really feel like they took advantage of him being kind and you know got him in prison. Um, yeah, again, I would say the reason why I'm glad this happened when we get to the next page. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not glad it happened because like um, of the circumstances, but it's like what would for what's coming up what would his response be if this did not happen mm, right 
So that's what the what I'm trying to allude to. All right. Sure, Chris. <laughs> you sure about that? Yes, sir. You sure yeah. about that? That's why? <laughs> All right. Lionel? <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so this actually might be th- um, remind me of Kaido's flashback a little bit. Pretty much how the king wanted to become part of um, the world government, um, part of the part of the kingdom, and they're trying to get the tribute, just like um, pretty much how Kaido's king tried to do the same thing. And I just find it's interesting that the, almost every government we see, or sorry, every kingdom we see part of the world government, they adopt that attitude. We're just saying that we are above, and pretty much, and they just start lower, like how they view the common people or other people, like as garbage or trash or insignificant. We saw that in Luffy's hometown, like how how they lived in pretty much in the garbage area and how they viewed the people. We saw that in um, somewhat kind of in pretty much Dress Rosa a little bit, but it was different. It was more toys. I don't know how the how the common people were fully. I'm not exactly sure because King Riku um, was different. The only two kings that we see that are different was King Riku and um, um, Vivi's father, King Cobra. King Cobra. They're actually different how they view the people, but almost like Wapo was the same way. It was like that. Like almost every kingdom adopts that. Like it's like every kingdom under the world government besides those two kingdoms are like a mini um pretty much a mini world of one piece as in they live up above and who are not on our status, who are not on our level or who are not nobles or whatever are beneath us. They're trash, we don't care about them, they're insignificant. They're slaves or they are nothing. Insects are nothing. And it's just like but again, that's why you see Dragon and them going after these kingdoms. Because they're trying to liberate, seeing that this, the the world government is affecting all these other kingdoms that nobody's fighting for the people, and this, pretty much this world is sick and it needs to be like you know liberated. I just think it's just um, crazy like how, and they're, they're okay with it. Like they're they don't mind doing this at all. And I just like we, uh, I don't know how many other kingdoms we're gonna see that has this mentality. Because I also thought it was in Mer- Mer- Mary Horror, right? When we saw the um Mary what Mary Horror. <laughs> Mary horror? I didn't <laughs> say where what I was trying to go. Shut up. <laughs> Mary, Wait, I really don't like that guy. <laughs> What's it called? Um Mary Jody? Jo- you make me <laughs> say it wrong. Mary Joy. You make me Joy. say it wrong now, bro. <laughs> Mary Joy. I mean, they said Mary Horror. They are hoes. Horrors. <laughs> whatever. Jeez. Okay, Lawrence. <laughs> this, I'm talking about the CDs, alright? What's good, y'all? Okay, Lawrence. Okay. They they don't deserve compliments. <laughs> But it was um. The, <laughs> I can't. Bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> Finish, bro. Yeah, I was trying to. Y'all didn't mean to do it. Pause. Um, was it them, right? <laughs> My bad. Okay. Now you're making me lose Is it, it was that area when we saw them under the ground. <laughs> I had to go on mute. I didn't want to. I forgot you guys could see. Uh. Oh my goodness. Alright. It was there, right? Mm. <laughs> I have no done. idea what I was doing. I can't. I, I have no idea. I'm done, bro. Sam. Alright, um, I'll try to bring it back. Um in general, yeah, y'all y'all touched on it already with the, you know, how cruel the celestial dragons can be. I thought it was interesting that the the kingdom was split into two, you know, sections, the north and the south, and with the south being like basically a slave state now. I thought that was interesting. Um, it's not technically the same as the Civil War, but I don't know. Slavery in the South, it, it brought those that thought process in. Um, like I was talking about earlier, yo, get, like, if your girl proposes to you, cool, right? 
But you got to have a ride or die like Guinea, bro. Or Ginny, however you say her name. Kuma got locked up. She spun the block for him. She rode up, started fighting, clamoring and all that to get him out of prison and got herself locked up too. That's the kind of wife you need. You mm. know what I'm saying? Who's willing to go that extra mile for you even when you're going through it. Um, I did love to see Kuma snap though. I like to see, you know, when the, the, the gentle giant, you know, snaps. It's a it's a common trope. Um, I don't think we've seen him truly, truly snap yet, but definitely good to see him, you know, take action for once this time um, in regards to this. Like, he's been attacked before, but this is like, again, if you hurt Kuma, it doesn't matter to mm-hmm. him. But if you hurt people he cares about, he's going to act. So you can see it, he's acting now. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't have much else um, to, to add. Yeah. Again, uh I know I'm gonna piss some people off, man, but I don't care. This is this is the type of world government interactions that kingdoms have with them. You know, you get you start getting these uh these these heavenly tributes and they start turning countries into the worst predicaments for normal citizens. And th- like there is a tax that needs to be had amongst the people, right? But when you heavily overtax and you do it purposely for your own selfish gain, and it's because you don't think people are actually people, that's when it's a problem. And that's where I'm like, yo, if you're a Marine, and you're a part of the Navy, and you have the title of the hero of the Marines, and you still support this cause, then I got a little issue with you because you're not speaking out against such things. I think people fail to realize that you could do so much more by just making people aware of countries' situations and bringing to light the devastations that are caused by these heavenly tributes. Some people think that you could just use your fist and beat down on Mm -hmm. civilians and be like, yo, you're not following the order of the world. And that makes me uh, the greatest hero of the Marines. So for me, that's kind of crazy. I love seeing Kuma fight back. And it's kind of crazy because Oda's kind of doing like what they did in, I think it was the Berlin Wall, where Mm. they separated Germany between the North and the South. And like... You got the Koreas, so you have North and South. And this is, it's kind of weird to me that a country would throw away citizens they would they would use as slaves. Instead, they just gave them a country and was like, all right, yo, yeah, good. So I kind of agree with Chris, where it's like, yeah, I'm kind of glad that this happened in a way, because now it's like, yo, you guys don't have to be slaves. You guys could just live your lives. The way they did it, though, they basically said that they can be a slave state, like, it doesn't matter what happens down there. Yeah. could enslave y'all. But I feel what you're saying. Like, if, if you just made it its own separate country where they don't have to pay anything, whatever, mm. cool. But that's just not how they did it. But if they elect somebody, like, to govern down there and they build enough strength and, like, yeah. the North isn't paying attention because they think they're too good, mm-hmm. then the South could, like, turn up and be yeah. like, all right, yo, no more. Like, y'all not treating us bad. And they could have their own farming and all that. Like, granted, they're going to be terrorized, of course, right? There's older people. There's not young people. There's not going to be much jobs down there. Mm-hmm. But somebody like Kuma, who's a good enough leader and a good enough person, I can see leading a state to that degree of success. Mm-hmm. And since they have religion and they sit and they have a way of life, it's going to make them prosper a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see the king, uh, I forgot his name, he can probably feed off of his own citizens in the north, and they would do much worse yeah. than the south. So, that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looked at me like I was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's hit quick super chats. We'll do f- uh, four, 
long answers have to be cut short. I don't even know if we got any. Yeah, uh, just in case. And then we're going to go into the last pieces of the chapter. Oh, yeah, we got two in, uh, $2 from Project Iceman. It says, Model Latina Del Fruit is just Viola from Dressrosa. <laughs> yeah, she talked yeah, one, bro. Girl, she's... Chat, when they were talking about it, <laughs> was, they were going crazy. For chat, a chat be wildin', bro. You saw my what? poll? You saw my poll, bro? Pause. I Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? I can't with you. Got me out. Yeah. <laughs> we got another two. Yo, listen to me, bro. <laughs> If I'm going after Viola as wifey, she gonna see me coming, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Chris on, said, what you mean? <laughs> we got another two. <laughs> From Rick the Legend, it says, too broke for a long message. Love the stream. Thank you so much. That was Appreciate your first you. super chat. Hey, man. Guys, if y'all don't have the money, you don't have to donate. Yeah. Just liking the stream is enough for us. Um, but appreciate it. Yeah, very much so. Appreciate you. All right, let's go back into the chapter. So basically, the king's given to the uh, enslavement policy. It's no more. A lot of people are very happy about this situation. And then we see two figures pop through the doors of the jail that Kuma and Ginny and everybody's in. And all you hear is basically uh, a Von Kov tell Dragon, the man you're infatuated with is certainly a wild one. You'll be so impressed with him. And then all we hear is, Kuma, Ginny, so you've been imprisoned, huh? I'm here to get you out. And then Kuma and Ginny both get up and they're like, yo, is that, is that bro? And then <laughs> Ivankov goes, yeah, come with us, change the world. And then all of a sudden we see the freedom fighters uh, led, uh, being led in protest in other countries around the world after the arrival of the great era of piracy and the tragic fall of Ohara, the group took arms. And with the addition of Kuma to the twin pillars of Dragon and Ivankov, they underwent a transformation and became the Revolutionary Army. And all of a sudden you see uh, Kuma like all decked out like he looked like a he looked like Birdman at 106 you know he was at the <laughs> studio and then you had uh, Ivankov going yeehaw you see Dragon without the tattoo on his face mm -hmm. uh, surprising you see Ginny she's very happy about it and then we go across and then we see uh, Dragon go we still lack a lot of solid source of funds and then they're talking about mercenaries mm -hmm. lending a strength to rebellious elements seeking to overthrow their kings those who wish to join will be taught how to use weapons and fight with them. So then we go back to their ship, and then Kuma's like, yo, Dragon, how you learn to use weapons, bro? And then Dragon drops a bombshell and says, I spent some time with the Navy. Sadly, I couldn't find any of the justice uh, they wear on their backs, which is probably the hardest line in the whole yeah. chapter. And then uh, we hear Ivankov go, well, it's strange to be at odds when both the Navy and revolutionaries just want to help people. And then Kuma goes, I'm with you all the way, Dragon. And Dragon says back, you won't regret it. Then we see Kuma go back to his hometown, uh, Sorbet, eight years later. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Kumachi. Like, yo, our guy's back. We love you. And then 14 years ago, a certain country... Um, basically, you see Ginny, she's sitting there with a huge gun, and she's the leader of the Eastern forces of the Revolutionary Army. Everybody's, like, infatuated with her and her, her crew. 
And she's just really happy because she's finally going to get to see Kuma. And she can't wait. And then everybody's like, damn, it's crazy that everybody's infatuated with you, but you don't have, like, we're not getting your attention. The only attention you have for is Kuma. And then we get a report saying that Ginny has been captured. So, guys, what did you guys think about the last chapter? Uh, last piece of the chapter, and we'll start with Chris. Um, yeah, what was I saying earlier? Okay, when I said I'm glad that happened to Kuma, it was because I wondered what his choice would would have been if life was peaceful and Dragon showed up. Like, would he still have gone or whatever? Mm. But for the last couple pages of the chapter, I'm really, I'm worried. I'm worried because like what I was saying earlier about there's this thing that's going to make Kuma snap. I feel like this is it. I feel like this is the beginning of what's going to make Kuma just go crazy. And it's going to give us the clarity of why he turned into a cyborg or why he just gave himself up. Whatever he did starts right here. This is the turning point. And I'm glad that Dragon clarified the, um, that he was in the Navy, spent some time in the Navy. I kind of thought it was cool that the tattoo that he has is wrapped around his leg. So I wish we had more information as to why that design, but I'm just saying it's the mark of the revolutionaries or just the revolution in general. Um, anything else? Um, yeah, next chapter I feel like is going gonna, is gonna to go crazy. Because what if that's a Kainu? Like, would that be a Kainu? Like, I'm just trying to figure out who captured her and what role, like, what's going to happen next. All right. That'll be interesting, yeah. too. Um, Law? So, yeah. Um, honestly, <laughs> so I have a, a few takes on this, actually. That was very interesting. Right, I liked how uh, they keep playing back to what uh, Ivankov says. What he words, listen up, Kuma. If you're still the same man as that boy back then, like join us, fight for freedom, right? Because we all know that technically, he's not now, because he gave himself for the world government. You know, I always forget. It's like, how could you forget my face, right? So him saying that statement is showing that pretty much is kind of like writing wise. It's like if you're still that same person, you would fight for freedom because you're gonna help others. And what what we what we pretty much what we did when we were kids, we're doing it again but on a grander scale. The same man. But now that's why going back to later on, Kuma Vonkov gets so shocked. Like, you're basically not that same man anymore. Like there's no way you're you're alive. Like he even says it. Kuma would never side with the world government. He hates them. So now he's siding with them. It's like so like you're not that same man anymore. And that's going what uh, Chris was saying. What was the turning point that made him actually do this? Right. So now uh, um, that was that what I thought of there. And this one right here. Also, just to point out, I don't know why Dragon has three stars in there. That might mean something because I think he's the only one that has it. But Dragon mentioning that he was in the Navy, right? I guess some people kind of called that or suspected that, right? But he's saying that. You know, he didn't see the justice that uh, that they, they show, right, on their backs. But then Ivankov says something interesting, right? He says after that, that it's strange being at odds with the Navy because we're both in the line of business of helping people. Seeing that we kind of have the same purpose or same goal. We want to help people, 
right? So that made me think, because even before this chapter, I was actually thinking more about GARP, you know? Because I know I, what I said back then about GARP still stands, but then I started thinking of a different side of it, right? And then me and Lana were talking, I'm going to say what you said, because I liked it, I'm going to tie it into what I said, right? Mm-hmm. And you mean think of, like, for example, right, what they chose. Like, we see how Luffy, right, he's the liberator, right? And how kind of like he, uh, we call him as in the, um, the, that family, how they choose to do with people's freedom, right? Luffy and Draken are kind of similar, as in they kind of like help people gain their freedom, right? They help people, they help liberate. But the thing is like, Dragon is the difference between Dragon and Luffy. Dragon's is more of a consistent fight for it, where Luffy's like, all right, I liberated you, and then now it's up to you, you know? Mm-hmm. But me and I are talking, we realize Garp chose a different way. He chose to protect people's freedom, right? Because ultimately, you look at the Marines. They're kind of like the police. They kind of, they're supposed to help people. Yes, they're tainted by the world government, but that's what I always mention. We don't know which was how long the Marines have been in. Were they after the world government or were they before? And the world, when they took over the world, they took over the Marines, right? But mainly, the Marines are supposed to protect people. Garp choosing to protect their freedom, right? So there's different aspects of what they're choosing to do. One's fighting for freedom, one's protecting their freedom. So it made me think of, right, we know Garp tried getting Dragon to join the Marines, but Dragon didn't like what he saw. Technically, we could think of Garp, what Dragon did, uh, Garp should have did. But but what if Garp, it made me think of, we've seen what he's been doing, he's trying to recruit people. What if he's trying to recruit people to his side to protect people's freedom? Right, because he tried to get in Dragon, he tried to get in Ace, he tried to get in Luffy, even Salvo. Right, because we we all know this. Reason I'm saying this is because Luffy said it himself, if you have the big dream, the big goal to do something like become Pirate King, Luffy says it. You can I cannot become Pirate King by myself. As as strong as Garp is, he cannot over change the Marines or change the world government or take over the world them by himself. You're not strong enough. Gold Roger couldn't become the Pirate King by himself. Um, Luffy can't become Pirate King by himself. You kind of need an army. Dragon, what he's doing now, he's recruiting a mass army. Because even what he says, right, he wants to make a mass army to... It, you got to think about it. Uh, not really to replace the Marines, but to kind of like fight for people's freedom all over the world. He, can't, he wouldn't be able to do this by himself. But sadly, no one's taking Garp's side. Right? So I'm thinking of like, what if Garp, right? He's like, I'm trying to change it. Because like, even his... I kind of feel his best friend, Sengoku, He's not really with Garp with his views and ideas. Sengoku kind of more agrees or kind of puts himself with the Celestial Dragons, so to speak. Like, he fights for that. Because Garp's ruining her, but it's like, because the thing is, well, the reason I'm going, I tying to what Vonkup said, the policing, because without this, right, you still have people, pirates or whatever, you still have laws and chaos. Without this order, right, like a kingdom represents order authority um a government represents order without that you could have anarchy chaos that's what blackbeards kind of produce where everyone for themselves you do what you want where people are suffering because people are with greed wise but if you have a policing where like no order is set and this is what the right way of doing things that's what's needed because then people get taken advantage of like these elderly people garb's trying to protect that and to protect and we saw that because he protected he watched over the fishermen going to uh the reverie so he's protecting people's freedom, but he needs help doing it because he's the only one man. No matter what, you can't do it alone, especially when you have this powerhouse of the world government that rules over everything. So maybe think of like, what if Garp is really just trying to recruit people's life to kind of change the Marines? Because also the values that he stilled in himself, that he had himself, he stilled in Kobe, and Kobe shares that with Garp. Yet, 
and he's trying to influence the younger generation because that's all he got right now. He goes, I tried, I can't do it by myself, but I need more people to try to take my side of the issue for protecting people's freedom. The only one that really showed that shares that, that Garpad is Kobe. So now Kobe's gonna take on the mantle of like trying to recruit people too. Right now he only has Hamepelo. I know I'm saying Hamepelo. How Meppo. And maybe Gruss or whatever, them, maybe in the people he's influencing. But what I'm saying is like, maybe because uh, I'm saying Garp couldn't draw the people to his side he could have, but he drew one. And Kobe might be the one that's able to do what Garp couldn't recruit the people to help change the Marines from the inside. Because Fujitora is kind of doing that. I don't know how much they look, but he joined late. But Fujitora sees what Garp sees. This needs to change immediately. We need the Abata, the Shinji Bukai thing because. They're misusing the power. We have people like Crocodile, people like Doflamingo. How is this good for the citizens we're trying to protect? And then I think Fujitori also said something interesting. I'm going to close up soon. Right, about, uh, I think he took account of how many people we needed to save on Desrosa. Right? That's the way Marines should be. Right? That's, I feel like that's more fits Garp's and Kobe's and Fujitori's view. But there's not many like that in the Marines. So I think Garp is trying to protect people's freedom with the order that's established here because he knows most pirates. Yes, we see Luffy and them, they're good and they try to protect people, but most pirates are out for themselves. Most, And not just pirates, we have bandits and other people that kind of take advantage of the weak, the people that can't fight for themselves. And that's why you kind of have people with Dragon because it's not just a world well, government that's doing it, it's also like what Dragon saw at his hometown with Sabo. He goes, you even drew your own a noble of one of your kind to the brink where he wants nothing to do with it. He wants to be disowned by you. <clears throat> so that carries on. So, so I think Garb's trying to protect it. Dragon's trying to liberate. That's what. You should, that's what I'm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right. Uh, Seb. Uh, yeah. So, one, it's always dope to see a Bonkov, bro. You know, uh, it, it was dope seeing the revolutionaries line up like that. I like seeing Ginny super hyped and happy. Uh, Lawrence touched base on Garp and, and, and the dragon thing. I always thought that was, it was funny. When this chapter dropped, people kept pinging me um, to, 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 rip, uh, to rip you about your dragon takes. And I was like, I, again, Larry's never, like, bashed dragon in a, like, he's, what he's trying to do is wrong. It's just that he hasn't shown anything on yeah, pen. Yeah. But it was funny because the joke came out. The dragon is everything you wanted Garp to be. <laughs> and I started cracking up. I was like, yeah, Larry just has my front <laughs> So it's funny to me. Um, but that line was hard. The the I, I spent time in the Navy. I couldn't find any of the justice that they were on the backs. It's, it's true. And that's the thing. There's people like Garp. Lawrence was speaking to it. Maybe he has an, an alternative agenda or alternative mission, but... There's people like Garp that are going to use the Navy and say, okay, this is the best we can do right now. So I'm going to stick to this justice and try to make the best of it. And there's people like Dragon and say, no, this isn't enough. If we're tolerating what the people above us are doing, we're not justice. We can't call ourselves justice. Lawrence Burke, Fujitora, same thing. If I'm not actively striving to make changes to this system, I'm complicit. Dragon was not willing to be complicit. And that's why that is great characterization for him. I, I love that about him. It's just funny, like, they've been predicting that Dragon was a, a Marine for years. I feel like the second we heard about the guy and found out he was Luffy's father, it was, oh, he's probably a Marine. Like, this is like one of those theories that came true 20 years, or like 15 years later. Um, but it's great. It's great how it was revealed to me, even. 
And the point that Ivankov made about we're both just trying to help people, you are, right? The Marines are. That's their job. But like I just said, that complicity of allowing the atrocities that take place and trying to clean it up after the fact or, or trying to cover things up even to protect the people at the, at the top, you can't be a complicit and, and call yourself justice. So I, I applaud Dragon for that. Um, it was it was, it was was dope seeing Guinea with the, with the pants on even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's just dope. She looked, her, her, her design is cool. She reminds me of the original design of Nami. The one that had the, the, the arm. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Kuma went back to the kingdom. Uh, apparently, he goes back pretty often. I guess that's probably why he became the king at some point. Um, as for who kidnapped Ginny? Ginny? I really don't know how to say her name. Um, it's Ginny. Just think it's Jen. It's Ginny? Okay. Whoever kidnapped her? I don't know. I, I, I didn't really look too deep into who it was. I, it's, knowing Oda, it's probably not any major character. I could be wrong. But it could devolve into a crazy situation like Chris was talking about. So, Dragon got the tattoo on his face. Um, I think that puts to bed all the, he got it from Garp stepping on his face theories, which is hilarious. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have never heard If you that. ever look at the bottom of Garp's shoe, it looks like Dragon's uh, face tattoo. I kind of thought oh, I've sure seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that the beginning of the Freedom Fighters and the Revolutionaries was cool. Um, they have a little different flag. They don't have their, their actual flag yet. Right, so it's still still it's still early in their journey, mm-hmm. right? They're not like the full revolutionary army just yet, so we'll see. Also, I don't know when Bonnie's supposed to be born, but like, what's up? <laughs> Bonnie being a kid theories are very much in the in the play here. Clone theories too. I'm not gonna. I'm just not a huge fan of the clone stuff, but I can see it. I see a lot of people saying Bonnie is just Jenny, and Ew. yeah, people saying Bonnie is Jenny and. Kuma basically had Vegapunk change her memories. Like, ate the Fruit, did all this, and changed her memories so she wouldn't think that she was her, like who she is. Which uh, gives all new meaning to Bonnie calling Kuma daddy. But we gonna move on, bro. Okay. (laughs) That's that's interesting. That's that's interesting. Now, doesn't Giddy have freckles, though? She does. Yeah, but I was gonna bring that up. Oda keeps taking them off. Yeah, he does. (laughs) I don't know why, but he keeps doing it. All right, Lionel. Um, You guys said a lot. I was thinking of what Leaving with Launch was saying um, with the freedom thing. Because if you look back um, to even with um, Vegapunk and Dragon were talking, um, when I looked at it, Dragon never said what year Dragon um, formed the revolutionaries. I mean, the freedom fighters. They never said what year he started. Because I know people think saying that Dragon was an admiral during the time he was Marines. If you go by the age, because Dragon right now, he's 41 years old. So he had to be in the Marines when he was at max, a teenager to 20-something. Because like, when he talked to Vegapunk around 24 years ago, he's already doing Freedom Fighters. Mm-hmm. That's 24 years ago. Um, I forgot how old he is there, but he's like in his 30s. So like, he, clearly he was in the Marines in his 20s or whatever. We don't know for how long, but we know he's been there for a while at least. I did think that line was dope, but I was going back to what Vegapunk and Dragon were talking about, and pretty much Vegapunk says this, and that's why we keep on thinking of, like, we bring up the Marines, but if you notice that Dragon never talks ill-willed or bad about the Marines. He's always bad-mouthing or talking negatively or or disgusted with who? With the celestial dragons in the world government. Because even Vegapunk says right here, 
Vegapunk pretty much says the um, the world government is a massive organization, and within the Navy in particular, there are many reasonable people to be found. Do not lose sight of the goal, Dragon. And Dragon says angrily, but I know, I know, but I admit. So he said, and what Vonkov says. So again, I don't know if Dragon's trying to like um, make the Marines branch off from the world government or if that's a goal, or trying to get some people on his side from the world government, because he could pretty much get his father and Fujitora. I don't know. But, like, the fact that he's not really targeting the Marines and he doesn't have any will, the fact that he actually agrees with Vegapunk, that there's some good people there, just, you would just have, the one that's holding the Marines back is the world government. And people like, also like, um, little people like um, Don Creed, not Don Creed, Captain Morgan, who are like little glimpses of world government tyranny, who is a Marine officer, but went to think I'm above people or I'm great. If you don't listen to me, I, I'm going to take your life. So we have little people like that in the, in the Marines, but the whole bigger picture is the world government is like that, and the Marines are held back. Like you got, like Sebastian's saying that they can't fully protect people, they can't fully do good for the people because they have the world government giving them orders that they can't even fulfill. We see them multiple times when. Halepo in the beginning took the told him told that took um told the marine throw this little girl over. He was like, "Yo, it's a little girl, do it." Pretty much, and the guy had to fill that order. He didn't want to, but he had to do it because that's an order. We get orders. The world government is giving constant orders that the marines constantly are do not like or go against. Good example, Kazal. We talked about. He, even though he's the hitman, but he didn't want to take out Vega. Well, he disagreed with it. But since the um, world government is giving the orders, they kind of have to do it. And that's what, again, I'm pretty sure Dragon probably saw, um, had, had to do something like that. Like, the world government gave him an order he couldn't agree with. And that's probably the reason why he left. Saw that how much they were mistreating people and probably gave, um, gave him an order. And that's what shows, like, the justice on his back. And I always wonder, like, what is Garp's view of it? Like, what is, because we already saw in the flashback that um, Garp got upset, um, pretty much, that Dragon's become revolutionary. But my question is, Garb, do you know the reason why he's become a revolutionary? It's not like he just became revolutionary just to do it. He clearly sees something that you also agree with, that with the, um, agree with, um, disagree with the world government's orders, that you surely you hate the world government. No, I say I don't say you hate the world government, but you hate the special dragons. So that's why I was like, that's why it goes with like what Garb chose to do is to probably protect people's um, freedoms. Because again, like, because we see how long it's taken for dragon, yeah, like. He doesn't have the mass power of 20 kingdoms that the world had yeah. to give a finance. Like, Dragon's been talking about finances. I could build an army, but I can't be as quick as them because I don't have 20 kingdoms or money um, like backing me up. To, that's just taking me years. Mm-hmm. But as long as I'm... But, but it shows that... You, even though it's taking a long time, Dragon is accomplishing something that nobody has done before. That he actually made a military um, power and army that the world government views as a legit threat. And he wants, they say that that's why Dragon's the most wanted person in the world. So I don't know if, like, what Dragon's going to um, achieve his goal, but he's doing something in, like, what, what's up? <laughs> Keep spitting, young man. Yeah. So, like, but I just, um, hold on. I lost my thing. But, so I just find it interesting that pretty much with the Marines, though, like, and that's how I always think of the Marines, I think, they're going to come to point where majority of them might start siding with Garp, or there is going to be a fraction differentiate that the Marines are going to eventually break off with the government because it's probably going to be a point where we can't just keep taking these orders that we disagree with. Because Kobe, remember the same time, that's why Kobe um, had that reaction. 
with the, with the Marine Ford War because he disagreed with Akino. So again, that's what I'm saying. Kino's also like um, Captain Morgan, what he's willing to do. So I would just, it just, it's just crazy, honestly. But I really believe like there is going to be um, a rebellion in the Marines against the world government. I, I believe so. Because even Smoker shows that too with the whole the Alabasta thing. Yeah. So like, do you have different people showing signs of wrongness that they don't like what the world government's doing? We just need more act on it, and hopefully we'll get it. Reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist. Remember that? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, but uh, I, yeah, I think that's it. also. Um, but yeah, and I'm gonna say Luffy's around this time though. Luffy's, I think, I don't know, but Luffy's alive. He should have. So this is actually the, the months kind of like Guinea being um, Luffy's mom because um, she only has eyes for Kuma. And they, even though they're around, that like they're together, but I don't think. Say the age that Dragon had Luffy. Dragon had Luffy at thirty six. Yeah. So like, I'm getting he's forty one now, and like again, just because Guinea's in the world in the revolutionaries, they could have got together. I, clearly, showing that that's not the case, like, at all. But yeah, and, but also I'm thinking of if the world government did capture Guinea, what would be the reason? Like, why would they clone her, or like you know? Why would they clone her for any specific reason? Because she didn't seem, like, that special or that, like, she's not a Kaido. She's not well, something really significant for the world government to really... The only way is to probably bargain or stop the revolutionaries, but there's no or, way for them... Or to infiltrate them. Say you capture a, okay. a captain of the revolutionary army, you clone them and plant them in there. That's like a, you know, like Stussy kind of thing. You know what I mean? But the thing is, but, but why would Vagabond do that? Oh, I don't think it's happened. I'm just yeah. saying that that would be the reason. But also, Vekabuck wouldn't know who Guinea is. Like, ah, Mike, I don't know how... O'Hara's already happened, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's already talked to Dragon. So yeah, that's before Guinea joined. I have one question. This is small. But that just means that they've been in contact since then, right? He could have very well oh, met, met her. Oh, good. Do you guys actually think that Guinea and Vonkov are actually brothers and sisters? Or no. they're just she's just calling them bro out of, like... I think she just calling him that. She just calling him bro, bro. Okay. Yeah, I think they just knew each other like from a very young age, and you know they've been through so much. It's like, hey, that's my brother, you know. Okay. Facts. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, shout out Ivankov, MVP of the Revolutionaries. <laughs> without without Ivankov, the Revolutionaries ne- never get to where they are. Uh, you can have Dragon as the figurehead. That's cool. You can have the ambition. You can have the goal. Can he accomplish it by himself? Absolutely not. Does he need somebody like Ivankov? Absolutely. Ivankov is the one that actually shows recruited Ginny and Kuma. Yeah. Dragon ain't do that. So, um, it's very special to see the revolutionaries pre. Uh, pre-sales with the X because it reminds me of Luffy and Alabasta to Vivi uh, which is really cool I hope that's like a callback if so um, here's the thing right I know a lot of people get at me because of my dragon like my dragon take and my garp take and th- this is where like people always fail to realize what I'm actually talking about even though I say it bluntly but your bias and your hate for whatever I'm saying gets in your <laughs> way right so what I'm saying is I respect certain parts of characters, and then when they're not proven with evidence and an only narration, that's the problem I have with. So it's never an accurate, um, you're never accurately pinpointing where a person is in the story just through narration. 
if that was so, then Luffy would be the strongest character of all time and would be the most successful hero of all time because we know he, what he's going to accomplish. The same reason why Blackbeard, even though he scarred Shanks 12 plus years ago, still got one shot by Magellan, but people think he's top one in a verse. That doesn't make sense, right? So you can't always just base your assumptions off narration. For me, like Lionel stated with so much factual stuff he said in that, he said the reason why Dragon isn't number one in a verse, or Dragon, you can't pinpoint him top 10 or top five, is because his title as the world's most dangerous criminal isn't based off strength. It's based off influence. It's the same reason why Buggy is a Yonko. It's not based off strength. It's based off influence. So if you have enough influence, you're a direct competition to the world government, more so than Kaido would be, right? Kaido is not directly initiating kingdoms to overturn the world government's control. He's not doing that. He's building his own control, his own little country, to combat whatever he wants. But he's not directly going after the people and threatening them. That's the difference between people like Dragon and Kaido. Also, there's no feats to Dragon. He's barely done anything, right? At every point that we've seen in the story so far, we can credit him to being like, oh, you're the leadership of what's happening. But necessarily, you haven't contributed as much as we tend to see. So for me, yes. Does he do what Garp doesn't do? Absolutely. I respect Dragon's character, but his strength has yet to be revealed. And you can guess whatever you want about him. Go ahead. I don't care. But I know relatively right now, he's going to be strong. People forget, like, I think he's going to be strong. But where you consider him strength-wise is the problem I have. Because now you're considering him top one, top five. We don't know. If so, we have how many people are top five right now? We have more narration a, for him. It's a crowded five. It's a crowded five. <laughs> it's a, it's a people crowded like to put five, all this bro. emphasis on Mihawk, right? And then we have Shanks. And then we have Eam. Then we have the Gorosei. Then we have Aokiji, Akainu. Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Luffy. Like, there's people in this category that I can literally say holds more narration than Dragon does. So it's yeah. it's never about me saying, like, Dragon is the worst. He's going to be phenomenal. But when is he going to be phenomenal? We just don't know. So hop off, bro. Pop it out your mouth. Ginny, <laughs> um, she she's the former captain of the Eastern Forces of the Revolutionary. Uh, the current standing captain is Bello Betty, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of cool because I like Bello, Bello Betty's uh, design. Also... Jimmy uh, kind of had sort of the same pants as Bonnie, right? Like, didn't Bonnie have like some striped shorts yeah. she did, when she yeah. got first revealed? She yeah. had some pants like that too when um when she fought Blackbeard and she got captured by him. Yeah. yeah, when he when he when she kicked him in the face when yeah. she was chained up and he fell on all fours bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was crazy. Um, I, I'm with Sebastian. I'll be honest, I'm not a very big fan of the clone theory. I just don't want there to be multiple clones. I hope it's just that Kuma and her had a daughter. She ate the age age fruit and she aged herself up. That would be completely fine with me. I think if we're gonna make clones of people all the time, it's not gonna be good, bro. Clone wars. Yeah, it's yeah, clone wars. Like Yo, clone plus plus it, it it like that was it like they did have a section where they were happy together. Yeah. Where they had a kid. Like y'all don't y'all like or robbing Kuma of even that. 
Like, you're not even getting that with this clone thing. Y'all worse than Celestial Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all worse yeah. than Celestial Dragon. Let, let Kuma get down, bro. I will say this, though. There is a theory about what Dragon's Devil Fruit may be. Um, it's been going around for a little bit now, probably like a month and a half. I think it's an excellent theory. I can't tell you all of it. Um, but it seems that if mythical Zoans tend to slightly transform into their Zoan, right? You know, we can say that Dragon, when he ate his devil fruit, gained the tattoo on his face. So he might have eaten a devil fruit. He might have not. I don't know, but I'm with Chris. I think the next chapter is going to be crazy. I think I think the next chapter, whatever we see, is you know Oda. He's in. He's on all six gears right now. He's flying. Go ahead. No, I thought I remember that. I don't know if you want me to bring it up though, Sebastian. I thought of the theory you were talking about. Remember with the with the army with the Sasaki thing or whatever. Oh, the um, <laughs> the uh, the guy, the, the the burn scar man, yeah. is the admiral, the but, unknown admiral. But I also thought of. Remember, he said because he kind of was upset with somebody. Mm-hmm. What if it's Dragon? It's possible. Could Cause, be. Because they're the same, because Dragon are kind of the same exact age. They probably could have joined mm-hmm. the Marines together. Yeah. Or because they're around that time. You think they were like rivals or something? Yeah. It's part of the theory I was putting together. Did but, That you was putting together. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I, I've been slapping. Yeah, that's how I thought it would come out already. Shut up, Lon. <laughs> but yeah, no, in the SBS... Akainu basically says, um, or Oda says that Akainu has a vendetta against somebody for betraying an oath. Leaving the Marines is very possible to bleed into betraying the oath that we took yeah. together as Marines. So <laughs> he's taking out Luffy. That's why he wants to take yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So one hundred percent, bro. Another dungeon job. That's crazy. One hundred percent. But Burn Scar Man is an unknown Navy Admiral. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, guys, we're done with the chapter. Um, really good chapter. Uh, for all of you that are here currently, I just want to say thank you to everybody on TikTok. Thank you to people on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everybody in the YouTube live chat that's hating me right now for my take about Dragon because they can't take the truth because it unfortunately offends their head cannons and their glass cannons and whatever else you think it is. Um, but listen, you know, we're going to get into phone calls right now. Um, if you guys don't mind. Uh, but hold on. We have Super Chats. A few, yeah. All right. Not let's answer Super Chats. We don't have too many. And then we're going to get into phone calls. Marv will put the phone number in chat. And for all the new people that are watching, you will be able to call once Marv puts the phone number in chat. Before the phone number is put into chat, you will not be able to be picked up. I know a lot of you try to do that. And Marv has to, like, do too many things at one time. So if you want to ask Chris some questions, too, even though he's not in studio, he can still hear you. So if you want to ask him, I would suggest, you know, tell him. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're going to see you, right? Yeah. So uh, let's Super Chats. Yeah. We got five from Ronoa Chris. Uh the mod it says, I wish y'all watched the anime with crying emoji. Shanks Wi-Fi hockey is insane. But anyway, dope stream per usual, y'all. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Um, we got another Nakama status membership from Rednant. Uh, thank you so much for becoming a Nakama. Enjoy the emojis that come with Nakama status. We got another five from Luffy Nick. It says, did I just hear Larry compliment Dragon? Hardest line in the chapter. Yo, yo that <laughs> line was crazy. Yeah. But this is the thing. 
thing. People think like you're just gonna be biased all the time. Like that's not that's not what the the agenda even is, right? It's just not even. I don't know. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Betterhelp.com slash COPT. <laughs> Yeah. We got another 10 from Redmond. It says, man, if people don't love Kuma from these past two chapters, then they don't have souls. Hashtag Buggy Gang. Hashtag Seb Bay. Hashtag Larry Dome coming in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> hashtag Dilf of the Year. That ain't Jojo. That's definitely towards the CD! Yo! Yo! Big W's in the chat for CD. I know they were throwing it out earlier. We got not 10, not 20, not 30, but 40 gifted memberships from Celestial Donkey. Yes. AKA the boy. For everybody that has a membership, please throw up the straw hat fist. With yes. the straw hat fist emoji that only you could throw out. Thank you so much, yeah. CD. Yes, for Thank those you. of y'all. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we got another five from Bryce Earlinger. It says, been listening on Spotify for a bit after peeping y'all on TikTok. Catching my first live. Much love, y'all. Love the content. Thank you so Thank much. You so oh, much, man. Bryce. Appreciate that. Yeah, always good to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, we be walling out. <laughs> We got another five from Brady Gentry. It says, first time catching y'all live. I'm a bit late, but glad to be here. Larry says it's a family channel, but always the first to say something out of pocket. <laughs> I know what I said. I got no, no comment. No comment. Thank you for not uh, calling me out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely started it. <laughs> Yo, right, Chris? Yeah. I feel like we didn't even this get... episode, you definitely started it. Yo, yeah, we didn't even bro. get past the reader request. Bro, we didn't even get on the stream yet. And I was wild. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Uh, we got another five from Brady Gentry. Uh, it says, like the stream. Yes, like the stream, y'all. Yes. It says, hashtag Larry has W takes. Hashtag Seb hates Fishman. Hashtag Lionel doesn't exist. He's right there. Hashtag Lawrence D. Dilf. And hashtag Zeus Mad Sus. Zeus. Zeus? Zeus. Zeus. Like Zami? Nami's Zeus? No, that's, that's not Zeus. Is that Zeus? But Nami's Cloud? Yes. Yeah. Yes, bro. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know what that's about. I don't. Who's Zeus? We got another five from Taters. It says, love the show. Week after week, it never fails to entertain. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you. And then another one-month membership, or one-gifted membership, I wonder who got it, from Strahd the Mod. What's up, Strahd? Thank you so much. Thank whoever, you, Strahd. Whoever uh, got the gifted membership, throw a W in the chat for Strahd. And then another two from Seracium. It says, favorite super chat of the day with eyes. <laughs> it's yours, Seracium. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> the yak yak <laughs> model yeah. Latina. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love our Latinas. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Cardi model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's know. all the soups for now. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I I was gonna say she's Latina, but I don't think she is. The oh. the chick make me man. Tyler, she's make African. Me. Oh, she's African. Yeah, she's fire, bro. I have no comment. Yeah, All right, fire. we got another super <laughs> chat. She's African. Ty, Tyler, yeah, she's I, I don't know where she might be South African. We got another ten from Brazilian volleyballs. It says, "How do we know that Black Lightning is Conqueror's hockey coding? Was it stated in the manga? I thought they owned the only way to tell if." It was two conquerors clash. Is they don't touch each other. Thanks. 
No, so no. there's like four forms of conquerors hockey, and Oda likes to play loose with them. Yeah, Oda be yeah. So it's really hard to tell with the Black Lightning right now because there's a couple people that do the Black Lightning but don't have conquerors hockey. Yeah, because yeah. so. you yeah because you, you could use uh, Black Lightning with even this Bosuku. Hockey yeah. yeah, and then people leave it up to sound effects, but that's not true either. <laughs> don't don't use sound effects. Yeah, bro. don't use sound yeah. effects. People was telling me Sanji got conquered. They were telling me was Swish, bro. Yo, listen. <laughs> the only Sanji, the only time I was like, yeah, was when they said Anel used the sound effects. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Anel got conquered. Nah, Sanji, no, yeah, that's the only time I've been bro. down for it. But leak it from the 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 thing that you're, they're using to. You be cope? leaking? Come on, man. <laughs> bro, so we we did get another, <laughs> another five gifted memberships from Strahd the Mod. Thank you so much, Strahd. Thank you, Strahd. Love you, bro. Thanks, Strahd. Bye. All right. Awesome. All right, guys. Phone call time. Let's get into it. Marv, put the phone number in chat. Our feature press. You ruined that, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could try again. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Yeah, this is Andrew. What up, Andrew? Yo, bro, you got the bat line, bro. You you paying Marv off, bro. No, no. I mean, I don't even know how I get in here, so. Glad you are, though. What's up, man? Talk to us. I'm doing good. Yeah, but just more of my question, just two things I want to say regarding this chapter. Yo, anytime that Akuma does that, like, ability, like, with, like the Bob operator, I just immediately think of the song Smack That. Actually, Oda told me that's actually playing Akuma's mind when he does it. <laughs> it's just Akon. <laughs> yeah. Y'all see Jenny, bro. Yeah. And... And another thing is just regarding to when his when Kuma was thinking about his dad and when she uh, I was the first thing I said was like hey don't get married son my your your mom your mom left me for the doctor. Chris, we gotta tell you about that one, bro. That was a wild day <laughs> on the topt. Yeah, Yo, you think Kuma doesn't clap because his dad's in the clap <laughs> and he got clapped? <laughs> It's like infinite. It's infinite. <laughs> and that's why he won't clap. On, uh, I was about to say. Come on, yeah, bro. Come on. Yeah. Right. All right. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So for, for my question, now, since we learned more about Kumo's abilities, now, with regard to, like, with nothing happened with Zoro, do you think Zoro would have survived, like, Kumo's bubble if he never demonstrated his ability? You know, like when he like he they gave him like a little taste of his ability. If he never explained it, do you think he would Zoro would have lived? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, I don't. I'm gonna give a little more. Uh, I'm gonna say the reason why I believe yes is because I think throughout the show they show that the stronger the, your will, you'll be able to survive things that would normally take you out, and especially if you're a conqueror. Like, uh, stuff that you should be, like, your Congress kind of keeps you conscious or alive. Prime example is, like, uh, Zoro, nothing happened, but also um, Odin and the boiling pot. What normal, like, they say all the time, like, it's not normal. People would normally pass from this. But if you have a strong will, especially a Congress, it allows you your will to strengthen you to overcome this or conquer this trial where you could survive it. Yeah. 
and he, and even with Whitebeard when getting half his face taken off by a gyno, like he's had the will to keep on going after that. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris or Garp when you know Ace got he had the will to keep going. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with you? You talk about wills, like you know, Garp has a strong will because no, on a serious note, Garp's will is strong because like his son Aokiji, Ace, Luffy, everybody just kind of like left them, you know, failed him in the sense. So he didn't give up. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was about to say like this is about Zoro. I heard Garp, and I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, but to answer your question, would Zoro have survived that? I don't know, because I felt like the initial explanation and the hit kind of prepared him more as to, like, as opposed to if he just went in there. Like, maybe he would have. I, I think he would have survived, but he wouldn't have been standing up. He's mm. a conqueror, bro. Zoro been out. Listen, bro, I saw Zoro eat a rice ball with dirt on it, yeah. and he ain't need no water after that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be good. You, you, yeah, he's been to Popeye's. No, he doesn't, he go, doesn't to go to Popeye's. <laughs> he doesn't oh, go to Popeye's. Hey, this, this Zoro go to Popeye's, man. <laughs> yeah, and cool. also, he be fighting people. For all y'all buggy, like, you know, uh, fans, he took that buggy ball in his sleep. Like, yeah, he, he was he was unconscious. He was sleeping right? and just wrecked through that whole thing. He just got up like it was nothing. And then Buggy poked him and he took a knee. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one piece for you. My only weakness. Andrew, what about you? You think you would have survived? Yeah, I would think he would absolutely survive because one of my friends was debating me on this, saying he wouldn't because he tried to give it like a real world explanation. It's kind of like you know when someone tells you, "Oh, I'm gonna punch you in the face," if, if, but you you're not gonna like know at the moment, but you can prepare yourself for that. Like yeah, if you get what I mean. But I'm just like, yeah, he's a conqueror, and so like I feel like he would be able to get through the situation even if he he did even if he did not know Kuma's ability. Word. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, because like Zoro is just very, very much difficult. He's a difficult opponent. They're very difficult when it comes to like facing opponents. And I doubt that Akuma's level, while extremely painful, I doubt he would still live through it. Mm. And also, and also with Zoro, I know I won't get too long with this, but if I know he's a buccaneer, you know Zoro, Zoro's about to get his get back. He's like, hey, you're the last race. Got it. He's like, King, now you? Okay, bad. Oh, man. You shouldn't have told me that. You shouldn't have said that. He's like, Luffy, I got this. Luffy be gonna, Luffy gonna be like, yo, we don't need to fight him. <laughs> no, we do. No, we're like, good. You, sure? <laughs> you don't remember? Like, oh, okay. He's on our right. side. No, he not. Damn, he's like, he's like, has he been on our side? <laughs> Andrew, appreciate the call, man. Yes. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank also, you, Emu Gang. Emu Gang? No. <laughs> Marv, hang up on that. Emu Gang. It's a new hashtag. It's a new hashtag. I hope not. That's wild. <laughs> bye, Thank man. you, bye. Andrew. Okay, bye, no. Buggy Gang. <laughs> the people have to come through and honor all y'all. Oda is a good enough writer to make Emu a sympathetic figure at some point, man. 
Nope, just no. wait on like, it. Nah. Just wait on it, man. He will get. He said I did it. He said I did it for my family. Yeah, Larry. I did it for the. What if he did it all okay. for his fam, bro? Yeah, I um, yeah, I'll have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait, I didn't, I didn't hear you. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. I'm going, Andrew. <laughs> See you later, Andrew. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. My people good. She <laughs> don't have to listen. Emu gang? Emu gang is crazy. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? What's up, bro? My name is Justin. Justin, man, what up, man? I've been watching y'all for a long... Man, what's up, bro? Uh, I've been watching y'all for a good little while, man. Y'all been doing a great job. I love y'all podcast. Let me say that first. Oh, thank, thank you, bro. I appreciate, appreciate you, man. That. Yo, you gotta love Chris, too, bro. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, but I appreciate it. <laughs> like, I don't know him, man. <laughs> man but I wanted to, to ask y'all about this theory, man. What y'all think about uh, the princess from Amazon, Lily? You know, uh, or Hancock's grandmother, I guess you say. Her and Kaido having Yamato. <laughs> Oh, Glorioso, uh, Glorioso. Mm -hmm. or Gloriosa, yeah, yeah, with Kaido. That's a man. It's possible, bro. Kaido was out here, and he was handsome, and she was fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I just think I think it's possible. Personally, I, I I like to think that Rox is the person that she was in love with, mm -hmm. and that's why she came and joined the crew and was following after him and everything. Like, she, the way I look at it, she she didn't seem to have eyes for Kaido at all. Like, Kaido was behind her. Yeah. That's just not how the, the love, hurricane, love, sickness thing seems to go. Like, yeah. if, if Luffy and Hancock are in the same situation or same area, her eyes are on Luffy. Mm -hmm. She's, her focus is on Luffy. It doesn't matter what some other guy is doing right now. It doesn't matter if it's Rox. It doesn't matter if it's Roger. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's Whitebeard. It doesn't matter who it is. That's the focus, right? So, like, she was going after Rox. Kaido was in the back. That makes know? sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just, I've never seen it. People have said it, and you're not the first person I've heard say it. I get it, timeline-wise, you know, kind of matches I up. Mean, I just don't see that. They said that Yamato was born in Wano, but there's never mentioned Garcia even being referenced or to Wano. I mean, yeah, I know it's like One Piece is broad, like she travels with the rocks, but they said that so for Yamato to be born, I'm mean, closer to be with Kaido, she would be have to go in Wano and stay for some time and give birth to Yamato, then eventually just leave and never go back. Or they were conceived mm. on the ship, mm. and when they dropped Kaido off, she was like, yo, I'm going to stay here, give birth real quick. And then she was <laughs> out. <laughs> real quick. Just, yeah, I'm going to bounce after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your problem, bro. Yeah. Take care of your kids, kid, I got what I wanted. <laughs> I got to go back to the snakes. <laughs> My love sickness cured. Even though you're a serpent, Kaido in a way, because you're a dragon. <laughs> Kaido gave that weak D, and she was um, like, I'm out. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm done. I was gonna say, come on. <laughs> Seriously, family show. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't had the end of Stupid. I'm gonna shut up. We thought you was a drag.
Thank you. Yo. <laughs> Why you hang up, bro? Yo, our fault, yo. Yo, my bad. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. We should have been so dumb. He hung yeah. up. He yeah. like, we got carried away. Yeah. 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 He was like, yo, they make it. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece song. Who are you and how are you? Yo, it's me. It's who? My name's Lee. Lee? Your, your name is yeah. Lee? Oh, Can you Lee? hear me? Yeah, you got something on in the background. We can't really hear you, bro. Oh. Uh, how about now? Can you hear me, man? Yeah, yeah. 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 What's yeah, your name, bro? Way better. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? What up? What up? Hold up, man. Hello? Did you fall? <laughs> He's talking. I can't hear you, bro. I think I think something happened to your phone, bro. Yeah, it was yeah, like before you it got sounds me. like you dropped it and you're like far away from it. Yeah. Damn. I believe in him. I believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 hey, what's going on? This is Lyra from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, this is Robert. How's Rob it going, guys? What's up, Rob? How's it going, Ryan? brother? Cool, cool, cool. So, you know, I've been looking through a couple of your videos, and I've been uh, trying to see if anybody else is talking about this. But um, like you said earlier in the podcast, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Mm -hmm. So our destination is heading to, obviously, Last Hill. But how are we going to get there? Uh, Roger has attempted, and we all know that Buggy and Toki, you know, um, they all got sick, but why is that? So I was thinking, what are the, what are devil fruit users? Obviously their weakness, the seawater. And people have been using like seawater and use them as weapons, like smoke or swords or bullets or, or cages, handcuffs, you know? So I was thinking that maybe somebody either made something and used maybe seawater in the air and nobody really noticed because Roger didn't have a fisherman on his crew. Well, I, I think so. He doesn't have a fisherman in his crew. He does have one. He does? Yeah. His name is Sunbell. Because uh, in my head, I was thinking that, you know, the the way the straw hats <laughs> were going to get to Fishman Island was Jinbei probably figuring out that there's seawater in the air, which is why uh, the Devil Fruit users, you know, they couldn't make it there. So... How did the how did the straw hats get to Fishman Island if Devil Fruit users can uh, survive in the seawater? Well, they had a bubble, so maybe in order for them to get the last tail, they might coat their. Well, since my theory is now wrong because Roger did have a fishman. My fault. Um, so uh, I don't know. I was just thinking that maybe they could coat their boat back in the bubble, flow over to to uh, last tail, and you know, that's that completes our journey there. Um, uh, what are you guys' thoughts? A few thoughts. One, I think that's too simple. No, no offense, but I don't think I think the limitation to get to Lafto or or should be something a little more extreme than like you can cover your you can coat your ship with a bubble, right? Like they did that to get to Fishman Island. Every basically every pirate that's ever been to the New World has done that. I don't think that's enough of a, a barrier to get to Laugh Tail, in my opinion. And the seawater thing, I think it's interesting that it might be emitting seawater, but 
Rodgers, seemingly, never had a Delph route. So I don't think the sickness, like him getting sick, ties in the same way Buggy and Toki or whatever. So, I don't know. I just, I, I'd like to think that the seawater or, or the, the need for a fishman exists. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not directly with Raftel, but possibly with um, Lodestar. I think we talked about this before on the podcast, where like maybe the, the burn scar man is a, is a fishman that's guarding it and the only reason why Roger was able to get the information was because he had Sunbelt with him. Luffy would have Jim Bay. He'd be able to emulate that. Rarely, most other crews don't. Um, but in general... And they um, got to brand themselves in order to take off that Sun Pirate, uh, the slave tattoo. I mean, that maybe, but... Burn scar. In general, I just think mm-hmm. there needs to be a, a, a more difficult obstacle than you just have to coat your ship, personally. My, my fault. Word, I, no, I understand. It was just like the idea, like why was there, why was it only Buggy and Toki that really got sick? You know, mm-hmm. them being Devil Fruit users. You know, me and my buddies were just thinking about what are the common enemies, you know, or their, their weaknesses. Obviously, we see water. You know, unanimous to every Devil Fruit users. So you know, we were just thinking, you know, maybe seawater evaporated into the air. Who knows? Mm. So you're saying like word, only word, a fisherman can realize when the air is moist. Yeah, yeah, or not necessarily moist, but you know, it has seawater contents in it. Robin and what? Not you know, that was my <laughs> um, Love you guys. Good, good podcast as always. And if you're watching and you haven't hit the like like button, I mean, what are you really doing? Uh, <laughs> facts, well, Rob. Go ahead, doing? Rob. Talk them talk facts. Your really ish, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> like the yes, stream, yes, man. Yes, yes, Rob says so. Tell us, be safe. Take care. Yeah, hey, you too, brother. Thank you. Talk to you later. Call again. Um, I'm mad you got away with that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, bro. Bro. I've been wilding all stream. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Yo, fellas, how's it going? It's Brendan Miller. Hey! What up, Brendan? Up, how's it going, what's bro? Up? Been a while. Um, hanging out. I actually did want to say that last caller's idea... Um, Pretty cool one. I, I was actually thinking, what if the reason they were getting sick is if the entire island is made of, um, what's it called, sea stone? Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, reason I was calling in, I had a theory I was thinking of about God's Valley. I sent it to Seb um, on Discord. Also, dived into the Discord for the first time this week. That was like the Wild West. Jeez. <laughs> 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 I was like, yo, this is what these guys got to deal with. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically this is a couple chapters back now, but um, the theory I had in mind was that um, God Valley, we might be having a bit of a Jon Snow similar situation where um, Rox isn't going there and he wasn't jumping off the ship first to go after any of the devil fruits per se, but he was going after obviously the thing they took from his island. And I was trying to think of something that would be that important. And I was thinking maybe it might be since Shanks is on the island and that's where they found him, maybe his son Shanks, who he had with um, a celestial dragon, specifically the Garland family, hence why um, the Holy Knights went and took him or whatever. And basically that the reason Shanks was in that chest and given to Roger was because Rox hit him in there to get him off the island and kind of held everyone else off, and that's why we haven't seen Rox 
because he passes away fighting off all the holy knights or something something along those lines um i just wanted to get your guys thoughts or ideas that's cool i like it because garland can have like a sister Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I don't see why if he if he was going after the Devil Fruits, why no one else would be rushing like right behind him per se. It seemed kind of seemed like they were going in different directions. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah, yeah. Because I, how did um, Big Mom get there before him? Mm-hmm. She yeah. can fly. She can. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can fly. <laughs> um, the theory is pretty cool. Um, I actually thought of something adding to it a little bit because I told Lawrence this like pretty much. You know how. Garden mentioned that uh, um, Roger um, like took down kingdoms because he was angry, whatever. I actually thought, like, what if um, Guy Valley was kind of part of it? Like, that's when the Garp saw Roger go crazy because rocks passed away in the means of it and, mm-hmm. like, the way it went about. That, not saying that Roger took down God Valley, the kingdom, like, directly, but he was part of the cl- cause of why God Valley going down. And, you know, and that would be, like, rocks having a son and how he passes and what happens. I could see kind of much you know that happening and like roger taking shanks you know under his like you know taking shanks but also help destroying the kingdom because of rocks even at the end of the last chapter even at the end of the last chapter not this one but the chapter before rocks does say out of my way roger Mm -hmm. so he's not trying to fight roger he's trying to go after something else yeah so that might be like, yo, I'm here to get my kid, bro. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Chris? Yeah. Nah. I like that because I don't, I never liked the idea of rocks being like this evil. However they depicted him, I really felt like, I mean, it is propaganda. Like, I feel like everybody could agree that mm-hmm. yeah. how they're painting rocks <clears throat> is not what he is. But now that I'm thinking of it, like, that's a good point. What if rocks and Roger, like, they were cool but not cool you know what i mean like they were competing but it wasn't anything personal and yeah like the more i hear about rocks the more i'm comfortable in believing that he wasn't what they're saying he was and now that i'm thinking about it more uh that whole garp and garp teamed up with roger to take down rocks thing i don't think garp did shit <laughs> I don't think, cursing, in, regards to Rock, in regards to Rock, what if Garp was fighting the Holy Knights or something? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> Chris really had cannon now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. This is just I don't believe what they say about rocks. And I want to believe in Garp. Yeah. It could be that I'm sorry, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, that was it. No, I was gonna say it could be that, for example, you know how like you said agenda? That um, the reason why Garbage doesn't speak about it because it, what if it's obviously uh, a lie, or it's just like I don't speak about it because you made me st- made me seem like I teamed up with Roger to fight Rocks, but that's not what happened. So I don't speak about it because you guys you guys without without um, against my will, you guys just spread it out there. But I didn't agree with that. That's not what happened. You know, I, yeah, I went there. I went to go fight because obviously Garb is gonna be. There's no way Garb's there and not you know fighting. And we saw that glimpse of he was fighting, but. We don't know exactly what the story went down, but we all yeah. know that the government, the world government, did twist something and put it out there. Yeah, I do think he did something very <clears> heroic. <throat> mm-hmm. I do believe that because you can't, you can't make that propaganda. There were soldiers there; they could speak about it. But the context in which things happened, no, I don't think that Garp teamed up with Roger to take down Rocks. I think 
I, I don't think that at all. I don't know what that part is. I do really believe that Garp did something heroic, but I think, I don't know. I just, nah, I, I don't believe what they say about rocks. And every time they mention it, I feel more comfortable in saying that and I'm happy about it. <laughs> That's real. I, I just got to say, Brennan, I thought you was going by coach now, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got I to gotta put out an alias out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be calling in saying coach from now on. But the other part I really liked about that that I forgot to mention was it also kind of mirrors why Roger felt so comfortable leaving Ace with Garp mm-hmm. because he had his rival like in a de- more of a desperate situation than I'd say Roger was. Roger could kind of plan his, you know what I mean? where he was like, yo, just because we didn't always see the eye to eye, like this guy trusted me with his kid. You know what I mean? Like kind of thing. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, Garp says, oh, no, Rogers is something surprising to me, which is, I thought was just crazy. Cause, uh, proving to your point, he says to, uh, Garp, I trust you like I would in my own crew. Right. Yeah. That's wild. Cause this is someone that's been trying to capture you or record <laughs> you for like how long, but you trust this man as if, He's your own crew. And Roger was wrong. <laughs> Trusting Garp. Roger was wrong. Trusting Garp is a wild Garp decision. Garp still has a chance for redemption. Y'all, y'all have been hard on Garp. Give him a little bit more time. Yeah. He had time. <laughs> we gotta get He's an old to man with gray hair. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Time has been had. <laughs> I agree with you, Coach. I said it earlier. I agree with you. We got to get his reason why, and I believe like he's. I don't to care, bro. <laughs> you saw, <laughs> Coach. Uh, I did put a poll in the chat. Is Shanks one piece's Jon Snow? And so far, about sixty percent of people said yes. So you're winning the hearts of the folks, bro. Yeah, the crown jewel was the heir to the island, man. That's why they and they didn't want their uh, their blood out in the world. They wanted to keep him a CD. So that that that's basically what I was thinking, but. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Every time y'all say CD, my mind just goes like GD, and I'm like, yo, what? Oh, Lamron, man. Feel me? I'd have to keep reminding myself, Celestial Dragons. <laughs> but, coach, appreciate the call, bro. Yeah, thank, thank you, bro. 100%. Appreciate you guys. Uh, one last thing Bucky Games? <laughs> <laughs> It is so, it is so crazy. I'm bro. so happy Buggy Gang is still alive. Bro. Yo, it's been so it, long. It's been yeah. two years. <laughs> <laughs> I said it so randomly. Hey, what's going on? This is Lyra from that One Piece talk. Uh, who are you and how are you? Hey, what's up? This is uh, Winston. Winston! Hey, what's, what's up, Winston? We got Coach what's and up? Winston. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, what we going to make? My question is. Remember when the Gorsi were talking about another great cleansing? Mm-hmm. So, what if they bring back the the hunting game that the Celestials have? It wouldn't be smart because it didn't work, but the government doesn't really care. You know that, right? Like, they'll do whatever they want. Anyways, if they do bring it back, I think the Straw Hat going to stop it would be pretty cool. Can but, I add know, on to it? Can I... People might not like it because it might be too, like, related, like, oh, Straw Hat do the same thing that, that Bart, that, I mean, Rogers crew did. Right, I, have a, I have a dope idea from that, just a kangaroo pouch. What if the government initiates martial law? 
and tells all the countries that they could hold their own type of hunting ground to combat the revolutionary and also to combat the pirates wrecking havoc. So they're like, yo, just okay. go off. I'm, I'm sorry, like a worldwide cleansing? Yeah, yeah. Worldwide hunting competition. Yes. If you could take over, you can become a king of your nation kind yes. of thing. Oh. Listen, with what Buggy's doing right now? That would be crazy. Because Buggy's doing bounty, like Crossco's doing bounties on Marines, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. you could combat that with this. Like, oh, well, you could do this instead, right? Like, this is your incentive to, to stay with us versus mm. hunt our people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. The, you let the people take care of themselves. Dragon will have a lot to deal with. <laughs> That's a lot to I, do. I can see this happening. I mean, he'd finally do something. Because <laughs> that, that would that's gonna trigger Ew. the war, the final Ew. ending war. Yeah. Like, them doing this would trigger. All right, we have to act now. Mm. You'd get Luffy and Dragon teaming yeah. up, and Sword would have to choose what you they know, would want to do. You know what's crazy? To, to, mm-hmm. You said kangaroo pouch, kangaroo pouch. Like Lauren said, like there's been foreshadowing, right, for the whole time. Where Lawrence said, like, uh, Kuma, Kuma was foreshadowed with the nothing happened with Zoro. And Lionel brought up Odin. And you brought up Emu and Dofi. Did Dofi not basically do this, Andres Rosa? Where he said, yo, I'm putting bounties on all these peoples. Y'all can survive. Y'all got to take them out. It's not the exact same, but if you're supposed to elevate it yeah. to the next level. Yo, this would make One Piece crazy, yeah. dog. <laughs> it's just a lot. This would be crazy. It's just a lot. And I actually, more I see it, Doflamingo, we already said, Doflamingo is the foreshadow of Eam. Like, mm-hmm. the whole world and everything. And you know what's crazy? Because everybody's already in their mind. Like, it's going to be the world government, right? Mm-hmm. Versus Blackbeard and Luffy probably teaming up. And then Dragon helping out the same way Whitebeard did at Marine Ford. And they'll, you know... Yeah carry on their backs or whatever and luffy will now be able to do something you knock that away if every island is wrecking havoc upon itself yo and anel did it too that's what i was gonna say <laughs> i just hit no. me because I, I said anel and well, anel did it with his priests yeah. yeah he said yo this this is the trials and then it was like yo only x amount of people will survive yeah only x amount of people can become kings or whatever like whoever survives he's it. gonna take nami with yo, him this would be crazy this is kind of yeah. wild that's why i said anel and dofi foreshadowed eve and they both did something similar. So, Yo, Chris, this? Chris, what you think, bro? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you right now. He was just looking like, "Yo, this is wild." Yeah, yeah I'm just listening at this yeah. point. Like, I'm trying to, yeah, just keep going. Because <laughs> with that, because you said be kings, but how they end up, like, you know, I'm talking about. Don't, they're just going to take them out. They're going to have all of them take each other out. Then they just take out the survivors. Because they had. Because what Ivanko said, they leave nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So gr- you think you're going to be king. The grand prize, you become a celestial I dragon. I was about to say that. No matter oh, who it is, you guys you become, become a celestial dragon. Do you want to be a celestial dragon? Let me know. And they're already, Otis, again, extrapolating on existing ideas. We already have people trying to become yeah. kings, trying to become celestial dragons with Steli. York. Blackbeard, York, it's all here. We might be on to something, bro. Yo, yeah. And you tapped into that for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yeah. How do you think Oda, uh, the question is, do you think Oda would be able to handle that? Because That's we we've no, seen no, other mangekas get into this position where they 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 take on too much. Do you think Oda is probably the only person that could handle this correctly? Because we saw Kishimoto with the Ninja War. It was kind of a mess at the end. Right, mm-hmm. and then we had people like Attack on Titan, where they're currently now fuming from the ending of what was happening because it didn't no, work no, out that way. Yeah, no spoilers. 
I didn't say any spoilers. But what I'm saying is like, do you think um that like Oda of his caliber could handle such a task? I, I, I was gonna say honestly, he might have to, only because for example, we seem like we like foreshadowed this, but obviously it gets worse. Like you know, we had Dofi. I mean, we had Anel, then we had Doflamingo. He's supposed to be the biggest bad like ever. So he kind of has to top all of this. Pause. <laughs> so he has to like kind of like out outdo all of them in evilness. Like and he kind of starts shouting like what he does. Like uh, he showed a glimpse of it because it's close. Yeah. Showing his lack of empathy towards anybody. If I I do what I want, it you could be like that. I could just take you out with time my fingers. You think Eam would probably throw the Gorosei into the mix too? Like yo, like yo, y'all gotta, oh. y'all watch out, spot. Y'all watch out, spot. It's not just, it's not just a, sle- it's not just celestials, bro. You can become a Gorosei. Yo. You can become a five Dude. elder, bro. Only five. What was it? Only five survivors? You yeah. maybe think of Anel's thing. Yo. You know who? Did Only five. Oh. So you know how Oda usually experiments in his movies too with ideas. Mm-hmm. You know who did something like that? Stampede, Blackbeard. When he told all the level six prisoners, mm. I'm gonna select a few of you, but you well, gotta take each other out. That well, happened yeah. in, in canon, though. Yeah. No, I know that, but it was mm-hmm. realized in Stampede. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you saying that also made me think of the point. He might, he might do this when the Gorosei pass for me. Have one of the die for him, <laughs> yeah. so they can fill his objective. What Dolphinico did with Virgo. Hey man, mm-hmm. they could do it on Egghead, bro. Put Lucian out. Damn, Saturn's just Virgo now. <laughs> put the, put, <laughs> push the button. But on it, is he not? Yeah, he is. <laughs> is he, is he yeah. not, bro? Nah. Um, <laughs> Listen. Honestly, I think Oda could handle it, but younger Oda. Because I think he's getting uh, up there. Like he, I don't know how much he, he had he, that eye surgery. He good. No, no I'm talking <laughs> about, He probably already has already this planned out, though, because they said yeah. he has how it ended. You know? So he must have word, like, around that area. If Oda does this, he needs to take, like, a year off. Prepare that, bro. Prepare that, bro. I need you to and put I'm, a year's work into that, I don't bro. think I could take a year off. Of Oda, bro. I don't think I could. I could, yo. If you take a year off, he's not going to come back. I can. It would be like not It would be like not seeing Dragon at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, you'd still have high hopes. Oh, man. Hey, we, we, hey, gotta, doing we got to <laughs> wrap. So thank you so much. That was yo, a fire yeah, question, fire thank theory, you, man. Thank you. We were, you guys were cooking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you gave us the ingredients, bro. That'd be lit. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate you, Winston. That was awesome. Thank you. Have a, have a great day. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. No, you too, man. Oh, man. Yeah, guys, unfortunately, we're done with calls. Um, sorry if you didn't get to call. That's just how the show works. Uh, we've been blessed that so many people want to call us. It's really amazing. So thank you for that. Uh, before we go, we got some super chats. And then we're going to let Chris talk for a little bit. And then we're going to head out. But I know people start to leave during this part of the episode. Before you leave, like the video. <laughs> just like the video. Just, like it. just give us that like. It's that easy. One hit on the button. That's it. But you know, let's do super chats real quick. Yeah, we got say bye. Yeah, uh, man. Wait for Chris to say bye before you leave, bro. We got a two dollars from Brady Gentry. It says Zeus said something mad crazy in the anime. Okay, that that explains the earlier super chat. Um, it'll be a while before we see that one. Uh, we got another five from Rodney Denson. It says thank you guys for putting in work and being awesome. Just wanted to say Larry has goat takes. Mm-hmm. I know he's gonna hate this, but 
Hashtag buggy gang. <laughs> Thank you. We got another five from Taters. It says Kaido was the chopper of the Rocks Pirates. Uh, oh, that is disrespectful. That is disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. We got another two from Nauf How. It says Law got goat takes sometimes. Hashtag emu gang. Hashtag Tony Tony Kaido. <laughs> Thank you. And why are you such an emu gang? That's crazy. Emu that gang, is... listen, that last call was, was You know what's crazy? Gang. I'm just happy I haven't been tied to emu gang yet. <laughs> People think I'm emu. <laughs> we got another 10 from Samuel Shaw. It says, just wanted to give you guys a shout out from Australia with the Australian flag. Australia. <laughs> T.O.P.T. is my favorite podcast. It has, has inspired me to try my own One Piece content creation nice. in the distant future. Don't make Do it, it so tomorrow. distant. Do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> Hashtag Larry has W takes. Hashtag Zoro beats Blackbeard. Okay. Why? <laughs> and then finally, we got five from Corey Culver. It says, what do we think about the Hachinosu treasure being the egg in Roger's ship? The God's Knights take it from rocks, and then Roger takes it on God Valley. I saw that that theory uh, floating around recently. I kind of like it. Then does the egg just get bigger out of nowhere? Then I don't know about it. Because the chests aren't that big; they're kind of small. Nothing's the, ever came out of that egg. The, the thing about it is, like Roger said, the whole it's been a year thing. So like he lost something a year ago. Maybe it's that egg. Rocks got it. No, the egg. year ago was the he went to Left Hill. Yeah, but he said something. It's been a year since then or whatever. Like, it's been, has, it's been a whole year. It's probably because Ro Rocks bodied him. <laughs> yeah, why does everybody really think that? It's possible. Definitely not. Listen, Roger took an L at some point. Hold on, one more. We get one more uh, from Trigem. It said, $5 says, what do we think about Blackbeard being the son of Rocks and Gloriosa? Hate it. Yeah, I'm not with that. Uh, other than that, everybody, thank you for the Super Chats. Thank you for being here today. Uh, I especially want to thank Chris. Uh, man, we got to do more of these, bro. It can't be yeah. just once. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just thinking that, like, I'm open to do way more of these because this was, this was fun. I've never done, like, an in-depth anime discussion like this. Like, the whole time I'm just sitting here. And as you guys are talking, I'm like, I'm coming up with more stuff. I'm like, all right, so next time I'm going to... It's, 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 it's going to be better, but... I'm glad I'm here. I appreciate you guys for welcoming me, um, your whole community for welcoming me as well. This has been great. This has been great. Yes, everybody, can everybody in chat, can we throw some W's in for Chris, please? Can we get a huge W for Chris? Thank you, I'm gonna throw one in there too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chris, before you go, uh, I know I got your video description, uh, I got your links in the video description, but if you wanted to tell anybody that's here now, uh, anything, you're, you're more than welcome, bro. Uh, believe in yourself. I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind. That's that's just it. Uh, if somebody was saying that they wanted to do one piece content, do it tomorrow. Mm. Write something tomorrow. You don't even got to record it. Just write your thoughts out tomorrow and then just record that for yourself. Anything else? Um, thank you guys again for welcoming me. Uh, just check out my videos. Just watch some skits. I'm pretty sure you'll find something that you will laugh at. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, love inspiration. Yeah. I agree with Chris. Do it now. Don't do it tomorrow because tomorrow's not promised. So thank you so much, uh, everybody. Chris, when we log out, after Lionel says Lionel, you say Chris. Ready? My name is Larry. Lawrence. Lionel. Sam. Chris. And this is that One Piece Chris. talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>